This week on Two Bears, One Cave. Blackie, you play drums, right? For everyone listening, your character in General Hospital, his name's Blackie. Yeah. <laughs> Good, thank you for clarifying. You're right. What did you guys talk about when you went to dinner? Like, if Poop. You would, really? <laughs> yeah, they were very foul. Poop and, you know, inappropriate stuff. Did Dave Coulier ever... Uh, Shit his pants? I haven't done one with Tom in a while because our schedules are chaotic. You don't need him. But, like, I get... <laughs> I mean, I live right down the street. 100%. So that, see that, that leather bag right there? Yeah. That was filled with marijuana. Yeah. Roughly 15 pounds. Uh, a couple months ago, Joey Diaz has And now a, it's empty? And now it's empty. Let's I'm, go, Greg. We, we've had enough. I'm, a, I'm what they call California sober. Yeah, what's that? Uh, where you do mushrooms and uh, weed. I, I, find weed. I find weed to be a very helpful tool in empathy. I could I could never negotiate pot. I always, you know, really? I would fall asleep, and it'd be like, "Who gave Stamos the pot?" He'd be sleeping over in the corner. I never got it. Oh yeah, the first time you lost your virginity, or the time you lost your virginity, they you smoked oregano. Did you read this book? I listened. Did you read some of it? I listened. I don't know. Oh, reader. listen. Yeah, it's better. Yeah, I it's, think, huh? well, uh, yeah, it is. Can I say? Um, I had to. I had to slow down because I listened at one point five. I had to slow down and go back to parts. I wanted to hear what. Rickles called the Asian lady, and right, I had to listen right. to that twice because I was like, "Wait, what?" And then your dad with Frank Sinatra. Yeah. I, I, so you like all, that's your scene, huh? the old uh, Rat Pack kind of vibe. And well, stuff. you know, it's interesting. We have a lot of similarities. I am a I, massive Beach Boys fan. Oh, oh my God, this is going to be great. I I, as we were driving over, and I said, "I really love this guy," and he was filling me on stuff. I said, "We have absolutely nothing in common." No, we have I'm a sport- lot. Okay, good. We good, have good. a lot. As a matter of fact, I say at our core, yeah. we're the same guy. Really, I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind celebrity. Like I, I kind of enjoy it. I love it. And yeah, and and my buddy, my partner, uh, the, who I do the podcast with, normally Tom, he doesn't. He like does it. not. He does yeah. not like it. If you could, if he could do the job without fame, yeah. he would. I, I'd make fun of him in the past. I'd make fun of him for it. But now you just understand. There's certain people that I don't know. I guess I don't. I'm not really certain why what the trappings brought them. Right. But for me, um, I don't mind it. It. There's a part in your book where you talk about going to Burning Man and and, yeah, and wearing a costume so you don't get recognized. Yeah, piss me off. And then in a little yeah. bit you're like, wait, whatever. Where's the people? Yeah. <laughs> the, first of all, can I say you and Tom are <clears throat> one of the great comedy, the new great comedy team of our generation. You guys are the perfect chemist, perfect two different guys. Your whole thing is he tries to calm you down, kind of like me. And, I mean, we we were the poor men. You guys, like me and Saget, he was he was sort of neurotic. And, well, you guys, you, you Dave know, and, <clears throat> and Saget were the first. It was cool when we found out you guys were all friends. Yeah. Because, you know, I think back in the day, and this is the interesting thing about your book. Um, and by the way, I've said the, the title of your book. Mm-hmm. I said it on a on a private jet the other day. Right, right. If you would have told me. If you would have told me. If you would have told me. How, but, so well, let me just say first, too, like congratulations to you because you've, you've, you've risen higher than, you know, anyone I'm sure would imagine. That is exactly... That is exactly how but I feel. But you're a good man, you're a hard worker, and you're talented, and you got a great family, you love your family, and that's really great to see. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy for you, that's well, what I'm trying to say. It's, well, thank you very much. And becoming famous is the greatest, right? It's not that bad. Like, no. I, people, people like, like, I remember Rogan saying, and Rogan's one of my best friends, mm-hmm. him saying, I wish I could be less famous. I do understand that. Why? But Did, I, I do understand I mean, him saying that, because with fame become, comes a lot of the... He was getting a lot of negative attention, oh, and right, so right, I understand right. that. I understand what, how nice it must be to just kind of like not be on Instagram at all 
and just live in that world. Do you read the, the comments and stuff? I don't read the comments. People love you. Nobody has anything to uh, say. You could be shocked. It's, well, you, once you get to a certain <clears throat> threshold, it's the, the tide goes out. I guess so. I've always been sort of at the lower end of the middle for like a long time. Yeah, but even so, even when you so, got busted uh, in the car with uh, the DUI, uh, even to read those, you must have been like a little bit like, which which I, I kind of thought like all you did was you, <laughs> you thanked all the 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 Police cops and yeah. you and the everyone at Cedar Sinai. Everyone, you thanked everyone. Yes. You kind of did it classy, but even still, that was probably the first backsplash of negative fame you got. Yeah. And, I think I was too fucked up to read it at that point. Really? <laughs> yeah, Jeez, but please. I de- but I deserved. It. I mean, if anybody was saying anything bad about me, you know, that was a that was a low. Po- I was going to meet Saget at the Palm. Were you guys friends, by the way? Yeah, Did you I, well, I wouldn't. Friends is is a broad stroke. I knew Bob. Uh, yeah. I knew Bob. And I worked with him a few times. Yeah, he was very generous to me. Yeah, uh, and I, we did a couple podcasts together. I I loved him. I thought he was the sweetest guy. Yeah. He paid and- me five thousand dollars. When he didn't need to pay me five hundred dollars one time for a blowjob or what was it for? It was a blowjob. It was a blowjob. <laughs> I love comedy. I love standups, and that's part of my deal with with Bob. I was fascinated by. I'm fascinated by what you guys do. I, ca- I can't do it really, but I love. I love the mechanics of it. I love the the math of it. The way you and you have this ease that I haven't seen anyone have in a long time. Where you just get out there and well, the shirt comes off. You know, but well, I I think I think I've gotten more comfortable. I think I've gotten more comfortable. Like it's funny, you know. I was thinking, I was thinking about how t- you've been famous since you were what nineteen. When did 18, you do General Hospital? 18, hospital? I was eighteen. 18, eighteen years old. Yeah. And and a fame when that fame doesn't exist anymore. That's only Justin Bieber fame now. Like only Justin Bieber gets that level of what you got. Yeah. That Tiger Beat. <laughs> General <laughs> Hospital was the biggest show. Did you watch it? I didn't watch General Hospital. Yeah. No, of course you I did. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course I did. The um, General Hospital only. I have to say this. Yeah. The girls that I wanted to date yeah. were big General Hospital yeah, fans, so, so that would be our thing in the summer. We'd go over to the Tomato Twins' house, <laughs> and we'd all watch General Hospital. Twins? Tomato Twins. Did you Cuban. go out with both Beautiful. of them? I did go out with both of them. Did you have sex with both of them? <laughs> no, I just made I didn't. I'm not Your wife's married. not. I haven't had sex with a lot of people. Women. Uh-huh. Right, right. <laughs> you, uh, uh, how, does, okay, so wait. So what did it feel like when you, like, what, when was the big first fame that you got, like, from, was it the machine, was that your first When the machine story went viral. That's a viral. perfect special, by the way. Oh, thank you, well, thank, thank you very much. Uh, when the machine story went viral, oh, no, I'm taking that back, 1997 Rolling Stone magazine called me the number one party animal in the country. I was in college, and oh, I was legit famous for, I didn't know that, that, what it felt like then, but now I know what it feels like. I was legit famous, like. Everyone knew who I was on campus. Mm. They would point at me. And it they felt would good, right? Stare at me. It did. If it, it itched an itch, I didn't know I needed itching. Mm. I remember being at a Blimpies, <laughs> and I've never there been was to a, one. There was a oh, it's so good. What is a Blimpies? Blimpies is a sandwich shop, mostly I think in South Florida, in Florida, yeah. and it's just it's so they put so much meat on it. <laughs> it's so good. It's so much better than Subway. Blimpies and. Uh, these girls were staring at me and they were talking about me at a table over and they were attractive. Yeah. And I was with my buddies and they're like, this, these girls are like jocking us. And then one of the girls came over and go, are you Bert? And I went, I am. And they're like, oh my God. Oh my God, I can't believe like, you're like real. And I was, and it was such a weird, you gotta remember, I was never attractive. You were attractive your whole life. I, no, I wasn't. Well, yeah, you were. <clears throat> Uh, no, well, I mean, I, I was gawky and dorky, and I, I you know, I was in. It's hard. To, it's stuff. hard. To, it's still hard for me to re, re, to realize that part of your life. But, but I'm really. T- I know people think you're good looking, say that all the time. But it really was, and I was, you know, I wasn't. Didn't have. I didn't. I wasn't good with the girls. I still am not. You know. And I, there's a, bo- a picture in my book of me like doing puppets for some girl, and she's like, mm. 
you know, and then I went straight to the drums, and that changed that. But there's that that is an interesting side. The 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 Knott's Berry Farm Disney <laughs> magic side of you yeah. is like I go, oh, of course he became an actor. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I wanted it first to be famous, but not just because you know we talk about like being, but to be liked, to be accepted, you know, to have girls or ever, you know. I I can't understand people that don't need that. I right, wanted, right. I want to be liked. I yeah. wanted people to to like want to get to know me yeah like i remember to this day i go uh like if i i this is the craziest but when i hear friends go mm. you have to meet dot 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 he mm. is the funniest person i know yeah. i would get offended my whole life going but you know me yeah well, yeah why oh they were saying that yeah why right, would you right, say right. that out loud i'm sitting right yeah. here yeah. clearly i'm the funniest person you know yeah Someone said that about me, and you got to meet Rob Lowe. He's the most handsome. I'm like, no, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I heard you. I heard you slobbering over Rob Lowe on, on the show. Rob's Rob Rob's, Rob's had a fascinating, very different than you, I would say, because they partied really yeah, hard. Right. You were yeah, always yeah. like a straight laced dude. At Disneyland, I was like, but my my wife finally called me on it. I, we were we went to uh, one of our first dates. We were at Disney World, and we were at Epcot, and uh, you know I had glasses on, a hat, and I'm walking around trying to be, you know, and nobody's recognizing. I was like, oh shit, well, maybe I'll take the glasses off. So I'm sort of make, trying to make eye contact, you know. I'm just trying to get laid, but and uh, no, it's not. I said, my hair, my hair is famous. I got to take my fucking hat off. <laughs> Took the hat off, and still kind of. I was like, oh, can I have uh, some mercy up there? So finally, people started recognizing me and coming up, and she's just there to watch. I said, oh, I'll be right with you. I got it, my fans. You know? She goes, uh, uh, that was terrible. I, that doesn't interest me at all. That doesn't turn me on. Uh, and then she, it's a term she calls epcotting. Like peacocking or something, but Epcotting. So don't Epcot over here. That's really interesting. And then I said, "Will you marry me?" My wife. Your wife, same thing. No, it's we call it going to Paramus. Was that? that There's a there's a movie called Soap Dish with. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Gary Marshall. Yeah. And when uh, when uh, (laughs) she went to the mall, is that right? Yeah. They go. She's feeling down about herself. Let's take her to Paramus. (laughs) Right. And so they go to Paramus. We call going to Paramus. We also go to Paramus when we're on tour, and you got extra tickets to sell. You're like, let's go to Paramus. Let's go to the mall, and let's clean up the arena. Now, Tom won't go to the mall. No. He's I mean, I make I want to I want to make jokes about him let's do and it. mock him. Yeah. But there's a part of me that I in this conversation yes. I find very unique is that Tom is very specific. Like he does, he's not impressed by celebrity. I definitely am. Like if, if I got a call one time to work out with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I was like, oh, uh-huh. no matter what, yeah, I'll drop yeah. everything. <laughs> Tom would do. Tom literally yeah. would be like. Yeah, I can't make it. Yeah, but he talks about Brad Pitt. Doesn't he be in his best friend or something? Yeah. It's in his act. Yeah, but it's not real. Oh, okay. He did it for a bit. Right. Like, they, he just needed a bit. He, he seems had... like he doesn't care about that kind of stuff. I he, like... He, do, yeah. it, he does in a weird way. Like, he becomes, like... If you met Tom, he wouldn't... He's really good at making friends. Uh-huh. And then... I'm not good at making friends. I'm just not good at making friends. Really? Like, I, like yeah. Like you're so like, friendly. We'll hang nice. out. We'll talk, and then yeah. you, we'll, at the end, you'll be like, "Do you like cigars?" I go, "I love cigars." Uh-huh. Go, we should have a cigar, and I go, "Yeah." And then I'll never call you back. Okay. And so I have a weird thing with like I don't know why. Like I, I'm, I'm weird at, at boundaries. Rogan was the one I've said this a, a number of times. Right. Had to pull me aside and be like, "Man, we're trying to be your friend, and you're not letting us." And I was just like, I was like, "Yeah, but I don't understand why dudes like, what was I like? I already have a wife and kids. What do, what do I need friends for?" And then I realized, oh, friends are fucking super valuable to talk yeah. shit about your wife and kids. About. Yeah, who else are you going to talk to? Yeah. And who, who, who makes more money? You're Tom. Uh, You're selling more. No, no. Bigger I mean, no, I, mean I, 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 I should shut know. up because no, I love no, no. him and he'll, he'll eviscerate me probably. No, no. Tom has, his. I think his podcast, Your Mom's House, is very right. profitable. 
I don't think he's touring right now. So it's like it's anytime anyone's touring, I definitely do bigger venues than he does. Oh really? Yeah, he knows that. Okay, good. The uh he doesn't he's done an arena, I do arenas. <laughs> so like whereas Tom has done an uh, arena. Uh, one here he, he's primarily his comfort levels theaters. That's where he really can sell right. tickets. One truck. Yeah. Not I, even, I, I have like five semis Six. and three tour buses. Yeah, right, right, right. He has like he flies. Yeah. He he flew uh yeah. Southwest recently. So uh, okay, there you go. Yeah, he uh, yeah, he's not gonna watch this, is he? No, he uh, will definitely watch. Oh, so this. Hi, yeah, I'm that's the other part fan. of Tom. Is there a big fan of Tom? <laughs> I really am. We have we have the GHB in common. That was my downfall. Didn't oh yeah, he have a, a thing. He was taking GHB. But you were doing it. You were doing it to stay skinny too, right? I was doing it. To, yes, and it was a sexual. Was, was he doing it to get skinny? No, Tom was doing it to to party. Well, I did that too. Yeah. You know, GHB is a motherfucker. Terrible. I took GHB did on you? rock today in Greece. Oh, okay. in Greece, really? Corfu. Wow. Yeah. My, Pink my, my people. Yeah. yeah. How was it? Was this it? was awesome. We didn't. We just thought it was like ecstasy, and we had so yeah, much right, fucking right. fun. It makes you very sexual, but it's terrible. Kids out there do not because you could do it five times the same way, and one, two, three, five, party. Fifth time, you know, you get yeah. Pass it. And that's what I. That's what happened. Well, the the dosage of it was always skeptical. They're like, right. here, take a capful, and you're like, oh, did someone measure this out? Yeah. <laughs> no, right. Right. You get drink with it. Wait, where did you get DHB from? Oh, some guy or some waiter somewhere. Really? Yeah. Do you want his number? Uh, no, but I want. I'm curious about right. your partying time because I never knew you to be even a a drink dude. Right. Well, people. I mean, some people was like, "Oh, good, he needs to go away," you know. And and others were like, "Really? You? I didn't even." Know. Howard Stern. Do you like Howard? Are you? I do uh, like. Howard. Have you been on? You must have been. No. On. Really? No. I, I, I think I missed that that whole that whole ship has sailed for me. I think. And he, I think for, pretty notoriously, he hates Joe Rogan. Right. And oh, and you're Joe. And I'm guy. Joe's friend. Well, I'll talk you up next week. Yeah, please. But he, um, I think he does. I think he does. Like, it seems like Howard interviews Steven Spielberg, and like he's only in doing like the really, really. Does he leave his house? He has been lately. He really? he went in for um, Keith Richards and and, and uh, who else was on uh, Simon uh, Garf uh, Simon Paul Simon. So were you a Howard guy even before he was like serious Howard? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was so. Fucking good. Yeah, he still is. He I mean, still is. He's the best interviewer there is. He's the best interviewer down, there is. The greatest. And I bet you, you guys would, you would like each other. I would, I would be nervous <clears throat> that Howard would find the value in interviewing me, trying to, like, because sometimes there are some, some people find um, the currency in something. Uh -huh. You know, like that's what I'm always nervous about these days. If you don't know me and I haven't been on your show, mm. like sometimes people bring me on their show just to shit on Rogan, and you're like, oh, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so you like that's that would be my fear. He wouldn't do that. No, I don't think so. He would ask questions like I am, like, what when you were famous first? What's that like? How was your family? Do you how do you get away with talking about your family and, and act? Does that ever uh, come up? Well, it's, it's definitely do you get in trouble. It's definitely toothpaste. I cannot get back in the tube. <laughs> right. In hindsight, I how look old at, are your daughters now? I don't know. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> 19 and 17. No shit. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. I got into the sugar-free sticks, and I was one of those people who was like, oh, is this going to taste horrible now? I actually think it tastes better than any uh, a sports drink that has sugar. It's incredible, and you get hydrated in such an amazing way. I take them with me everywhere. One stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. It has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink. Liquid IV contains no artificial sweeteners plus zero sugar 
in the sugar-free version. It has eight vitamins and nutrients and is non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. However you hydrate, grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off when you first order. When you go to liquidiv.com and use the code CAVE at checkout as 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code CAVE at liquidiv.com. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are just $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Just ask Niana that works here. I mean, she's thrilled with her Mint Mobile savings. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans for just 15 bucks a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bears. That's mintmobile.com slash B-E-A-R-S. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Now, I watched The Machine recently, and uh, and I, for some reason I thought that was your latest. Obviously, it wasn't. Um, but talking about your daughter, like, you know, does she come back and go, Dad, do you remember when you said I was a this? So I, when I did Hey Big, I think it was Hey Big Boy, me and her were in the pool. Isla and I were in the pool. Isla, that's right. And I said to her, hey, uh, I talk about you a lot in this special. Like, or, I, I never really ran this by you. Are you cool with it? Mm. She was young at the time. And she said, you know, I know you love me. So I, and I know what a joke is. I understand jokes. Mm-hmm. She goes, the only part I'm not cool with is people knowing me who I don't know. So the fame thing that is Skip enticing that. to me right. when it's when you when you haven't requested it it can be terrifying i guess right, 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 when people right. know you and you're just trying to be a sixth grader right. and people are like staring at you and going that's the girl that's yeah. the part she doesn't like and that's i mean i wish i Fair. could i wish i could fix that but at the same time it's Buy like her a car you can fix teeth. it that way. yeah i got her teeth, teeth. Oh, did you yeah teeth and yeah, <laughs> I can send her to college. I can send her yeah, sister sure, to college. Yeah. They do, they really are they super proud of you. They got to be, huh? I think we do a tour in the summer called Fully Loaded, mm-hmm. and when they see, I think there's a moment where my kids like there, there's a moment where because you know it's it's all arenas and it's all ten of the best comics every week or ten of the best comics are with us. Mm-hmm. We're on five different tour buses. Seven, no, seven tour buses. I mean, it's really packed. It's stacked. It is. And every morning we would get together, everyone would have breakfast at catering. Mm. And it is 10 of the funniest human beings ever. We're laughing hysterically. My daughters are there, my wife's there, our teams are there. Like family. we're all, it really is like family. Yeah. And then we'd go off to float a river or go work out at University of Nebraska or do something fun. And then we'd do a sold out show and then we'd party until three in the morning and get on tour buses and then wake up and do the same thing over. And my daughter Georgia was sitting at the table when everyone starts to dissipate and it's just me and her. Yeah. And she just goes, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you now you get like how great this job is. Right. Even like, even doing two bears, I haven't done one with Tom in a while because our schedules are chaotic. You don't need him. But like I get. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I mean, I live right down the street if you ever need him. 
I got GHB in common. I'm yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I hope he doesn't. No, no, no. Tom won't. Yeah. <laughs> so wait. So so I'm I'm all over the place. So your daughter got it. That's the beauty of it, right? A family yeah. affair, like, and those are memories that they will have for the rest of their lives. They'll remember those beautiful moments with you. And the, well, it's funny to watch when you watch people <clears throat> blow up. Like right now, Shane Gillis is is his specials doing really well, and he's having like what yeah. I guess what they say in the industry a moment. Like he's like. He's blowing up, and it's, mm. and I've been friends with Shane for a very long time, and my daughter has been a fan of Shane's mm. before any of this was happening. When, she, when, when in her book, Shane was like the edgy guy that had gotten in trouble through SNL, and so mm. her and her friend Daisy think Shane's hilarious. They mm. love Shane, so to watch Shane get really famous and to watch all these boys at their colleges right. idolize Shane now, those two have like they've got like a thing like. Are you talking about Shane? Oh, he's like our uncle. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah and so, same with good. Joey Diaz. Like, they know Joey Diaz as Uncle Joey. Right. Like, they don't know. They'd never seen him do stand-up until we were on tour together. So, or Tom. Like, they don't think of, they've known Tom since they were in diapers and at, like, and in diapers. They don't think he's funny, huh? No one in my family is not funny. <laughs> I'm going to get killed. I love this Tom Segura. So that's good. So back to, did you ever see when I brought Rickles into uh, Howard Stern? Did you see that I didn't video see that I episode, but I heard you talk about it. You said that you had a new girlfriend and you want to introduce Yeah, right. Rickles was the fucking greatest. Greatest ever. Did you meet him? Did... No, I never met him. Oh, really? Oh, man, that's uh, too bad. Mr. Warmth was, yeah. was fucking insane. Insane. It, he deserved it. You know, he he... When when I met him, he was uh, everybody thought he was dead. I mean, he wasn't. He, there was no Mr. Warmth. There was no um, you know these tributes to him and stuff. And he was. I just paid attention to him. That's how it is with a lot of these guys. I just paid attention. Took him to dinner and we hung out. He didn't love comics. It took me a while to wedge in uh, Saget, and then he loved Saget. Took me even longer to get Jeff Ross in there because really, you know, yeah, because he thought he was doing his thing, you know. Yeah. Um. But but. He was, we were like school, he, we, we would talk on the phone all the time, and he was like a, you know, we would, he just was, and then he sort of became like a second father to me, and um, I just spent a lot of time with him and his wife, and, 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 and I miss him, but I, but I love, like I was saying earlier, I love stand-up, and he was, a, you know, obviously the master, and to, to watch him work and figure out how he worked, my one time for my birthday, he said, what do you want for your birthday? I said, I want to listen to Hello Dummy, and I want to ask you about the, no, you can't do that. I said, you ask me what I want, no, I got it. So we sit down, and I, then we're listening to it, and uh, I try to stop it. And I said, how did you, shut up, I'm listening to myself, I'm great, I'm funny, I haven't heard this. <laughs> but he never heard, like, he, I got to show him on YouTube, uh, his, his Carson interviews that he hadn't seen The Tonight Show, and that was really a treat, too. He was so good that my favorite parts of Rickles as a comic is yeah. when you can see he surprises himself, especially on Carson, <laughs> right, 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 right. where he would, like, where you could see he right. goes, like, he'd smile to himself. Yeah, you're right. He That's was fucking clever. genius. You had, you have a respect for all those guys. Did yes. that, I was wondering where it comes from, because I have a lot of friends that love the Rat Pack. Huh. I was a Rat Pack fan from afar in the art of it. I loved five dudes on stage screwing around. Yeah. I never wanted to try to replicate it. Uh, right, I, right, like, right. I have a bunch of friends who've like tried to embody the Rat Pack. Right. I am not, I've never been that guy. Or if I was in the Rat Pack, I'd be the guy, I would have been Joey Lawrence. I would have been the one they're making fun of. Like Joey Lawrence? We're not Joey Lawrence. Joey Bishop. Joey Lawrence. I'm Joey sorry, Lawrence Joey Lawrence. Joey Lawrence is a great guy. Yeah, I love Joey great. Lawrence. My bad, Joey. Yeah, sorry. Um, but like, I would have been Joey Bishop. I would have yeah. been well, Dean. I would have been Dean where I, everyone's like, he's the drunk. You know, like, but, um, but I, yeah, it was, it was magical what they had. Right. And I have this great 
so one of the Beach Boys, uh, Carl Wilson, who passed away, he was married to Dean Martin's daughter, Gina. And when Carl had cancer, and I went to see him, and, and uh, Gina, Dean had given Gina this bootleg of, of the Rat Pack and to cheer up Carl. She would play it, and it, you know, it didn't really work, and so she gave it to me. I'll, I'll send it to you. It's a, oh. it's a, no one's heard it before. It's just the three of them on stage in uh, Chicago, I think. It's incredible. Gary Marshall used to write jokes for them, too. You know, he'd really? Audience, yeah. He was another one of my, you know, my guys. Did you ever meet Gary? No, I, I, I sat next to Penny Marshall at a Coldplay concert. Once. Close, close, close. And enough. Penny Marshall and Brittany Murphy went to a Coldplay concert oh, wow. together. Dead, dead, and dead. I'm here. You are. Yeah. I st- How I'm old are you? Fifty. <laughs> it took a second. Yeah. I was, uh, I was definitely the one partying the hardest that night too. Are you, she, uh, Penny used to party. Penny, party. that's what. Yeah. yeah. I saw her strip club once with um, uh, the basketball player uh, Penny Hardaway. Uh, no, uh, that would no. Been cool. Um, Penny Hardaway. And I'm Penny. sorry. Well, well, he he he's, he likes China. Dennis he's Rodman. Close. Yeah, Rodman. And he <laughs> and my friend was. I'm. By the way, this is one thing we don't have sports because I don't know anything about sports. Oh, I, I know. All. I just barely know a little. Please, that's all you. Yeah. Um, I played a coach in a basketball show. Did you ever see that show? What's that? Big Shot. It was called. It played this. Uh, uh, I, I played a coach who got kicked out of the N, uh, NC. What is it? The college team. NCAA. NCAA. Yeah. I'm, I'm so good. And. Um, you remember when Sammy, when uh, Dean used to pick up Sammy and say, "I'd like to thank the NCAA for yeah. this award," <laughs> um, and he gets in trouble for throwing a chair, and I have to go. Uh, my had to work my way back up at an all-girls private high school in Laguna. Yeah, it was a good show. David Kelly, was right. but I digress. What were we talking about? Oh, oh Dennis Rodman and yeah. <clears throat> Penny's here. My my best friend Mike's here, who's bald. And Rodman comes up behind him and rubs his balls on my friend's head. Like it's like <laughs> it's like what the shit is Dennis Rodman balls. I think the two of them were together that night too. Really? Yeah. What? Uh, how long did you live with your parents for? I try. I lived till I was about twenty, twenty-one. Yeah. I moved up to, to when I was on General Hospital. I moved up um, during the week, but then I'd go home on the weekends. And I'd stay. I, me and my friend Roger Lodge, who was a, or he was from a, a blind date. You know, I'm Roger Lodge, a friend of mine who I grew up with. We got we stayed at the Barham apartment. We thought it was the greatest. I know those they Barham apartments. Free breakfast on Sundays, yeah. and I got a movie, and we had a. We had a, a one room, you know, like a studio apartment, and so we lived at bar at the Oakwood. Yeah, yeah. Your mom, your uh, the the funniest or the interesting part is I know now dudes. It's 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 very Greek and Italian to stay with your parents long later in life. Yeah, but it's funny to hear you doing it, and you're on General Hospital, yeah. and that fucking I don't I for lack of better terms I know this is a person in your life, but the right. person who discovered you in Tiger Beat mm. ended up dating story, Richard huh? Ramirez, marrying him, marrying him. Yeah, the fuck. Man, I, that is fucking insane. I didn't think I had a book in me until I started writing it. Are you serious? I was discovering my story and remembering all these things. You could have, you know, it's so funny is I think there's actually two books in it in yeah. that the first the first part of your childhood is really fascinating because you're so honest and so vulnerable and you tell everything like you like I don't know it just it just it I, and I thought, "Wow, it's as I got to the second half, I was like I, there's another. I could I could even go deeper on the second half. Oh, like wow. you you really, gra- glan- uh, kind of like grazed bra- grazed over the whole Rebecca Romaine Stamos thing. Well, there's a which is there. such a fuck. Like is that, it? Well, that, you got to remember. Like you guys were like a, the first, like I first like kind of big couple in like all those couples things. Yeah. I I never heard of the lady. I, I refuse. Or I, 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 that's. In, sensitive i'd never heard of her until you started dating her 
And then she became in the fucking X-Men. And it's yeah, like, yeah. and then there's so much, like you and Saget, you and Full mm -hmm. House, the fucking, there's so much more to you that I was like, I could, this could have been two books for me. Well, your you, your right? father and your mother seem fucking so cool. I was so grateful to have them. Do you, are you close to your parents? I am. So, they, I am very, and, and are they talked here about today? your mom losing her mother. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I was yes. actually like, oh, fuck. Did that happen to you? No, 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 but I'm oh. gonna, they're gonna die one oh, day. Yeah, well, did you, in the chapter about just losing my mom, is that yeah. what you're talking about? Yeah. And, and my dad, too. Uh, um, my uh, my mom wrote me these beautiful notes, and that was part of the, uh, they just oh. tried to get me to write a book. And I was like, ah, I have no, and you know, and Bob died, and I wrote this uh, obituary in the LA Times. I said, oh, you should write. That was really good. I, I didn't remember writing it. And then, but, and then, you know, I have a son now who's five and a half, and now and then I said, oh, I have all these notes from my mom. Let me look at those. And I laid them out, and I was like, okay, now I think I can patch a, a story together. Your mom loved you. Yeah, like yours too. Same. My same, mom huh? loves me. Where is she? Where do they live? Tampa. It's did a you cool. Buy them a big house and everything. No, they had oh. money. But oh, they did. Yeah, You're a rich kid. No, no, but oh. they had money. They didn't. I, they, I mean, they don't have my money. <laughs> <laughs> What you never buy? <laughs> definitely don't have my money. <laughs> my parents. <laughs> I haven't bought them shit. Why? I don't know. I mean, Can't I have money. I just like you guys got money. Can't that does okay. Bob, what do they do? Uh, he's like a lawyer. Oh, really? <laughs> he's like a teacher. I <laughs> pictured you growing up in the woods with like a like no. Deliverance or something. No, no. no my mom. No, that's no. why you like Burt Reynolds. No, I love Burt Reynolds. Our friend Garcia brought you <laughs> something very special. Huh? Oh, that is a fucking one of the best gifts I've. It's hard to buy someone something these days. I, I tell well, them I, that's what your parents were saying about you. It's, it's yeah. not that hard for him to buy something for us. Why don't you get him a car? Oh, Should uh, we call him? You now? know what my dad said to me? It's so funny. Uh -huh. The lease was up in my Mercedes, and my dad said, uh, you know what? I, I love that car. And he was like hinting at it, and yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. And then... <laughs> And then I was like, I just said to Leanne, I was like, yeah, we should definitely buy it. My dad really would have wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> did you, did you, did they, um, did you, so you grew up with money? Or no, like no, my, so my dad worked Are for Are they still the, together, your parents? Yeah. That's great. Getting engaged is special for so many reasons. You get to plan the perfect proposal, celebrate the love you've built so far, and look forward to the love you'll build for the rest of your lives. The only part that is not so special Shopping for an engagement ring. If you don't know what you're doing, it can be a nightmare. That's where BlueNile.com comes in. Blue Nile is the original online jeweler since 1999. They've helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. With Blue Nile, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine at a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler. They are committed to ensuring that the highest ethical standards are observed when sourcing diamonds and jewelry. Blue Nile offers 100% satisfaction guaranteed with guaranteed free shipping and returns. Right now, you can get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code BEARS at BlueNile.com. That's $50 off with code BEARS at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Uh, <laughs> my dad worked for the Church of Scientology. Which, no shit. Which, interestingly enough, you were... Right. Lord into, but and I love that your fucking I was, your Greek Orthodox upbringing just yeah. was like hello, like yeah. you just were like so untouched by Scientology. <laughs> but I was also like a asshole. Like I mean, I didn't yeah. give a fuck because I didn't get how you know that they can kill me now. Yeah. But the the what is that? They you, do the readings. The readings, but it was like two can. You know, like they I, put them in your hands. Yeah, and, you and I was I try to make it old time. Hey, I don't know where I'm. Sherman went the way back machine. You know, they're like get out, get out. We don't want them. 
My dad but worked, so he, he did? worked for Elrond Hubbard. Is he still? Why? He, so by it, the way, my, I, my just recently, just recently, my dad asked me to stop saying this. Well, let's talk about it. He goes, he goes, buddy, you gotta fucking. I'm a lawyer. I'm the people. I'm not supposed to tell people what I fucking do. How did he? Is he still with them? No. Does Elrond. he know Travolta? No, well. no, no. But my. my <laughs> My, my dad just recently was like, this, "You cannot say this." Like, they- I, I, but part of me goes, "I don't really give a fuck." So I'm like, I'm, I, I remember they worked for the Church of Scientology, and and he was like, "They're." Uh, by the way, I know he's got. He'd be rolling over. He'd be like, "What the fuck?" Let's call him. See if they're home. Either one of them. Do they know who I am? I don't know. Okay, well, probably, I wonder if my dad does. My dad probably doesn't. He's a lawyer. Let's see. Your mom. Or maybe you know what I'll do. I'll Facetime yeah, him so we can see. Yeah, that's you. what I'm saying. Let's see. He's like, buddy, I remember he texted me. I you gotta stop with the fucking Scientology shit. Can we all stop after my Apparently show? Scient- hey. hey. Is that your dad? Hey, this is my dad. Hey dad, do you know who John Stamos is? Sure I do. That's him right there. Oh, that's him right there. Hey, hi, Mr. How do you say last name? Chrysler, hi. Well, he doesn't. He, oh, now we know where you got the yeah. comedy from. Uh, are you uh how are you, sir? Are you in Florida now? Good to see you. You're in Florida? Yes, I am. I'm going to come visit. The Beach Boys are there this week. For real? Yeah. Do uh, you like the Beach Boys, sir? Yeah, but there's someone else here. Who else is here? Doesn't matter. Oh, wow. But you like them better than the Beach Boys? No. Is that your... Is that, uh, yeah, Billy Joe's great. Billy you should Joe's go see Billy Joe. Your son can buy you some tickets if he's not so cheap. Um, yeah. <laughs> We were just talking about you, and, and I asked him about you guys because I had very good parents, and he said he loves his parents. He's very close to you guys. I said, have you bought him anything? And, and he said, no, I haven't. I, don't, I have not bought him anything. Yeah. And my dad wants a car. But, <laughs> but he, <laughs> he said that... A nice one, yeah. But he said you guys were a, a great parents, and he loves you dearly, and that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Super yeah. proud, too, when he became famous and everything and successful. Your dad's yeah. a charmer. Hey, Dad, John, uh, John, when he was younger, got brought in by the church. What church? Of Scientology. We're not talking about that, Bert. And we're not talking about them, Bert. <laughs> All right. What's the matter with you? All right, I'm Where's done. Where's your mom? All right, I love you. Where's the mom? All right. I love you. Tell Ron would Where's your mom? Is your right. mother? Where's the mom? Wait, wait, wait. Can, John wants to talk to mom. Oh, hold on. Hi. Oh. What's her name? Gigi. Gigi. Hi, mom. How? Right, but you're you're Bert's mom, and that's pretty cool. Do the name? How are you doing, Gigi? Is Gigi short for? For Margaret. Margaret. Margaret Mary, Irish Catholic. Gigi's sexier, I think. I was brought up Catholic. Oh really? Yeah. He's Greek, mom. Oh, mom's got her hair done. Holy shit! She knew we were calling. Okay. Okay. Do you have siblings? Two sisters. Two sisters. Two sisters. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have. Two, we have some. We do have. Yeah, a we lot have a lot in common. common. Well, I'm going to uh, continue to talk to your son, but it was nice to see you guys. All right, I love you. I love you. Okay. She's like. All right, I love thank you, mom. You. I'll talk to you later. Bye, bye, bye Gigi. Yeah, he sent me a text. He's like, "You got to stop fucking talking about this." 
I was, but it's I. I mean, I, like it's the the it's already done. I think I mentioned it on Rogan. How did he get out? How did he get out? Oh, he it wasn't. Was, I I don't know. I'm not right. supposed to talk about it. He stopped working. They it's they. I don't know. But so my Where, point is, we didn't have we didn't have a ton of money then, and uh-huh. then the, and then, I mean, it, he got money. He made money when I went to college. When I left for college, like towards the very end of my college, all of a sudden my sister Cotty was like. Like dad's doing really good. Dad sold his company, and when I got when I moved to New York, when I got my first development deal, my dad sold. This is all stuff that would make my dad so fucking uncomfortable. But he sold his company, and he had his first nest egg of like, mm-hmm. I can, I'm good, I can breathe. Yeah. But I, my dad was always a paycheck to paycheck kind of guy. And, and but were you famous by then already, making money? No, no, I didn't get famous. I didn't really get famous until yeah, I was like forty something. How old are you now? In 50. the fifties. Forty four was I think when it. When I started like really selling tickets, yeah. is at forty four. Did you th- did you think God, I'm never gonna make it like yeah, some of these yeah, friends of stuff? Do you but know I'm, Giannis I'm, Papas? Yeah, very well. He, Greek guy. He's my buddy, and we called him on the way over here. He he's he needs what he needs to get where you guys are. I, I don't know <clears throat> why he hasn't yet. But no, it's just it just it happens differently for everyone. Right, right. Like it, I people said that about me. They're like, you know, people would sit me down and say you're funny as shit. Yeah. They for me it was always like I was more about. I had kids, I was about making money. So I'd take oh. a job at a travel channel and I would do work that no one was going to see, but it paid well. Right. Or at least I thought it paid well until I started podcasting. <laughs> and then I was like, fuck, this pays way better. Is this where the first dose started coming, the podcast or the big shows? Big shows? No. Uh, so I was at Travel Channel. I was making, I'm guessing, and yeah. by the way, I'm, I'm, I talk too much, but uh, $7,000 an episode or like maybe $10,000 an episode. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like, I was like, that's fucking money. I made four hundred and fifty dollars on uh, uh, per episode on General Hospital, for real. Yeah, and then the second year, I was only for, uh, two years, and then my contractor was up, and I said, "I'm leaving." And they're like, well, "Hold it, you know." And then, and then we you Gloria, went from General Hospital to your first pilot. That with General Hospital to a, a CBS deal that I had with uh, John Peters, who, you know, do you know who he was? I was, do. Uh, yeah, baby, uh, he was Barbara Streisand's hair. Yeah. One of the first bullies that I ran into in, in the Is he the, the one service. that threw you up against the wall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a fucking ass. He's dead, guys. right? No, no, not yet. He is now. Uh, <laughs> he turned to Scientology, and your dad's going to have to. <laughs> what, how did you? So, okay, so anyway, yeah. Was that, so you made 7000 That's a lot of 7, money. $7,000 right? was a lot of money. I was like, $5,000 what I made on my first TV show ever. The X show, I made $5,000 a week. Which one was that? What is that? On FX. It was day and date. You shot four you shot basically 5 days in a row uh, it was awesome i didn't realize how great my life was yeah at that moment i had a community of a, a tv show was yeah, out every day great, right, yeah. so fucking good someone told you that i think i think what? i might have heard that in your book about just how great it was like when you're when you get in, get when you got plugged into general hospital about like yeah, oh this family is, yeah it's your family yeah oh it's fucking amazing and then so $5000 i did the math wrong i thought that made me a millionaire mm. and so i was like that was my goal is to make $5,000 a week. So even in stand-up, I wasn't making that. And then when I did my travel channel show, I was making like 7000 And I knew now I did the math. And I was like, okay, that doesn't make me a millionaire. <laughs> but when I did my first podcast read, I was getting, I'll say the real numbers, but I think I was getting like $1,500 per read. Or, What's that or mean? 12, you mean? Oh, for the, for the, the read. commercials and stuff? And I would do, and I did seven reads. Or maybe it's twelve hundred dollars. I did seven hundred reads, seven reads, uh-huh. and I was like, and I did the math, and I wasn't paying man- managers or agents, and uh-huh. I was like, oh fuck, I'm done with television. Yeah, we had a similar experience. You, would, I didn't have a bear sit on my face though. No, but you talked about being turned off. I forget what it is, mm-hmm. but you, but being like in a situation where you're like, 
this is gross. This isn't where I want to be. This isn't what I want to be doing. Mm. And I had a moment like that where, on television where I was like, I'm, I'm done with television. I just want to do podcasts. Because, well, you, yeah, you got a lot more control here, obviously. A lot more. And I, and I, in all honesty, I, this is going to sound crazy, but I yeah. probably couldn't get you for a TV show. What do you mean? Like if I had a TV show and we were trying to get you as a guest starring, uh -huh. it would be really difficult. I don't think so. It, would you be shocked? Yeah. I, it, like, it, like, trust me, I had a show called The Cabin on Netflix. Yeah, never saw it. That's to get talent. It was yeah. a great show. Was it? It was fucking oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. probably one of the better shows I've ever done, and probably one of the most well received shows I've ever done. And getting talent was impossible. Impossible. Fuck them. Because well, because once you get agents and managers and everyone's yeah, yeah, involved, yeah. then it becomes so okay. fucking complicated. And people want to come on, on this show. But obviously. on podcasts, yeah. it's, you have a great book, and you want to promote it. And in a weird way, I don't think people understand podcasting yet. Right. You do, I think, because you're friends with Giannis. Yeah, I'm friends with Giannis. I, I think that... So Josh I think, Peck, you know, has yeah, had one yeah. for a long time. You were on his yeah. show. It was great. I love him. And But Howard, he was the he started this, you know. Howard's a legend. Yeah, but He's, to be able to talk for an hour, hour and a half... How, how long does this show go? Probably an hour, hour 15. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm kidding. No. But to talk... Because the book, you can't... Like, you know, I'm doing all these talk shows next week. And, you know, you got, like, three jokes. You got to get out and a thing and then goodbye. But to sit and talk about... I, I just read... There was... I did a piece in the uh, New York Times when I read it this morning. It was... It was fine, but you know it was hard. It was a lot, and they were cramming everything in, and this and that, and they had some things. And I'm, I'm grateful. I mean, to be in New York Times is pretty cool. But um, to sit and be able to really just talk out stuff with you, and, and you're smart, you're funny, your parents. Are your audio book will kill it. I like doing that but, a lot. And I'll but, tell but, you wait, why because you, you you read it. You listen to me a little fast. I listen to you fast. So how did I sound like a? I'll tell you. And then when you I heard it on sex Google or Play. vagina or something, then you slowed it down. I would slow it down if you said something like okay. there was a couple times. I this, never heard. I never didn't think about like. this. You probably relate to some of this. Are you so? Do you not drinking now? Not right now, but I'm not sober. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, but you seem to have it under control. Yes. Yeah, I guess. So I don't know. I, I, your wife? And, I would. We I'm were kidding. just. We were just. Because because I read this. Your book opens with your your uh, DUI, getting a DUI. Yeah. yeah. And and I'm going through a lot of the, what I get would argue is trying to figure out when I drink and why I drink. Mm -hmm. Like meaning, what is the thing that because I don't I don't I absolutely don't need to drink. I don't need to drink to get on stage, and I don't need to drink to go to bed, and I don't need to drink. I definitely don't need to drink during the days. I I often don't. I yeah. but here's the thing. I really love you love it day drinking. Okay, day drinking yeah, yeah. is one of the funnest I did things too. in the world. And Disneyland at Disneyland, that was I loved to drink at Disneyland. Oh day, yeah. my god! Because it was yeah, it was uh, yeah. I miss that sometimes. That's you I don't remember. drink at all anymore. Mm -mm. And you just as after that DUI, you were like, I'm done. Well, I went to rehab, and um, how was rehab? It was difficult. I mean, but it was I had to do it. I was bad. I mean, I just wasn't. I wasn't. I was confusing the universe. I wasn't living up to my potential. You, you seem to, you know, a lot of people can do just fine and they put it away when they have to. And like you're saying, I don't have to drink it during the day. I don't have to drink at night. I don't have to drink to get on stage. Um, but I like to do, uh, it just made everything better, I thought, but it certainly wasn't. Like what, when you but, were partying your hardest, what, would it, what did it look like? Would you, would you drink during the day? Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. I was on you ER. talked about you, yeah, you talked about cleaning up. You're like, if I had work to do, mm -hmm. I would stop drinking and I'd sweat it out. And right. I was like, I never had to sweat it out. Oh, really? Well, then no. you're fine. I mean, yeah, I, I would, uh, yeah, I'd have to sweat it out. But then after a while, I just, you just, I just couldn't stop. I just needed it, you know, to, really? to do it. Yeah, it was shaking stuff. You said Ambien was harder <clears throat> to kick than alcohol. Yeah. 
It was difficult to fall asleep without it. But, you know, it's been close to eight years. It was over eight years now. Eight and, years. Uh, yeah, it's unbelievable because I would drink all, you know, all the time. But it was keep, preventing me from what I really wanted was a family. I wanted a wife and a kid. Yeah. And now that I have, you know, and now I have it, I, I'm so grateful that I, but I would have not had it if I didn't clean up. People could see it on me, you know, and, and you know, you'd get drunk and, and then it would just be low hanging fruit and you, just to satisfy this urge of loneliness or whatever it might be. And, Do you realize uh, how many of us would settle for your low hanging fruit? <laughs> like if, if I, I bet, I bet it would, I well, bet they'd one, throw one of them, some fucking heat towards my wife yeah. if I saw your low hanging fruit. The, the, the one on the right. Dude, the, the one, the one that slept with Tony Danza is still hot as fuck. Yeah, and that she's got to be 60. She's still fucking hot. But see, you know, like. Terry, what's yeah, her name? She, Copley. Terry. <clears throat> pull her up she's beautiful today she's beautiful yeah. today that that was the stuff that i discovered where i was like i was so i was writing about her and i was so heartbroken that i caught her in bed she was i caught her in bed with tony Danza, and then um and, and it, i mean i was busted up and then uh years later we're doing full house and uh, the first season wasn't it was a, didn't bomb but it wasn't doing great it was on the bubble as yeah that's say. interesting you say that and they um at the, towards the end they were they were like ah we don't know if this is going to work and you know, but we might, we're going to put it on one of our hit shows during the summer and see if it gets an audience. If it does, then maybe you guys can come back. They put us on after one of their hit shows. We get garnered this big audience. And season two, we were, we're a hit. The show was uh, Who's the Boss? So Tony Danza <laughs> fucked me over here. And, may, you know, I wouldn't be here right now probably without the success. Well, he boss. got your sloppy seconds and then you took his. Yeah, but he had her. No, actually, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yes. He had your sloppy seconds and sense. then you picked up his for <clears throat> yeah, the, for the lead the in. Show. I should have used that. Huh. Next time I wrote uh, You a had a line that made me laugh out loud, and I, I almost wrote it down. I almost wrote it down, and I forgot mm -hmm. what the line was, and I was like, that's a fucking funny line. What Keep was it about? Uh, it was, must, I don't know. I can't remember. Garcia will claim that he wrote it, but he would, you know, he lives down the street. We've been friends for 30 years. He's a genius. He is a genius. Uh, I want to say Tom introduced me to him for, at first. And when I need with the reason we have Jimmy Tatro in, our, um, in my movie is because of him. Who? Jimmy Tatro is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, funny guy. He's fucking phenomenal. When I need joke, I'll 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 text him, and he'll be like, you know, just kid soccer game, whatever. And, and like ten seconds later, boom. Sweet, you met your your, your <coughs> wife, right? Your current <coughs> wife. You met her totally sober. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Really? She would have run for the hills. She's too sharp. I mean, yeah. she's you know calls me out for Epcotting that you know. Yeah. She. Uh, yeah. And you know, I if I was turning, I just turned sixty. If I was sixty and didn't have a wife and kid, I I don't know if I could. That's all I wanted. Like you had, you had it young, you know, like your family. Yeah, um, I did it broke. You know, yeah, well, good. it's different doing it broke. I, Hard. I, 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 I or no, I think there's a lot of. I think it, you know, when I when people get like, uh, I think when people get diagnosed with a disease and then you go, mm -hmm. God, I can't imagine that. And then if it happens to you, you go, yeah, no, you figure it out. You know, yeah. Um, I think that's the same thing about having a kid broke. You're just like, yeah. I look back at the things fondly that i go i remember like going to wood wood girl ranch it was like our really nice dinner mm. if we took the girls out and i remember just i look back and go god i fucking miss those days yeah yeah, yeah. my and parents used to take us to love's barbecue do you remember that barbecue? i do remember love's yeah where did you go where did you go from florida you guys yeah, that's right? the other part of this i grew up in florida what part of florida tampa my first concert was a beach boys concert oh let's talk about that what where's i there uh where was it oh what? wait i because be shot. it was with whitney houston Oh, at I Tampa would. Stadium. Oh, I don't know. What year? In the 90s? I think? It had to be... We should call Mike Love. You called your dad. Should we want to call? Wait, let me see where they're at. The Beach Boys is a band, and I will say this, and, I, and that if you're listening to this, you're sleeping on. Meaning, you don't realize the brilliance 
of their music. When you th- when people think of the Beach Boys, they mm-hmm. think little old lady from Pasadena. Well, that was Jen and Dean. But... Right, right. Or no, was it really? Yeah. Oh, you think of like what you're thinking of uh, Surf Duke, USA. Little Deuce Coop. Yeah. You don't know what I mean. Right. Uh, that's what they think is when they think of Beach Boys. But what they don't think is Good Vibrations is one of the mm-hmm. most beautiful songs. Um, God only knows. God only knows. Yeah, gorgeous. Holy fuck. So like, <clears throat> I went through a huge Beach Boys phase. Really? Where I was just like, I. sometimes it takes listening to a song on a plane to get you in it. And I was pretty hammered on a plane. Really? I was listening to Wilco. <laughs> I've never heard And of... I don't know. It's just. On it's a plane? Like on a plane. And because you can't move and you're right. forced to be in the moment, in the music. And. Uh, what came up? Pet Sounds? It, it had to be. I'll, I'll tell you. No. You. Uh, uh, the Slew, Slew, Slew Jumpy? Slew. Yeah. That was Pet Sounds. What a fucking song. Right? What a fucking song. And you're just sitting there going, this is beautiful. Yeah. And then I think once you, and you were responsible for the movie about the Beach Boys. Well, yeah. Have, on on yeah. ABC, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I had seen that. And oh, then really? you start realizing the depth of yeah. the characters. the And you realize that... I would say, almost like the Jackson Five, they were had a father who was a little yes, overbearing. Yes, right, right, right. A little. He was abusive. He was horrific, terrible. apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very jealous. You know, yeah. he wanted to be a singer and stuff. Murray, but um, <clears throat> but I am, and then and then re, right after that, I heard Jeff Tweedy talking about doing a show with Brian Wilson, uh. and Brian Wilson was like saying very casually, like innocently, uh. "Hey, how many people do you think are in here?" And Jeff <laughs> Jeff Tweedy was like, "Wait." And like, and but they're very same souls, like very artistic souls. Right, right, right. right. Brian Wilson, just a fucking beautiful genius yeah. soul. Yeah, they, they, you know, it's the highlight of my next to my kid, and my wife. It's the, and it's still going. I started it. The, I, I, it was right after Terry Copley and you know Tony Danza, and my friend was playing guitar with them, and he, he said, "Why don't you come to the show in San Diego? I'll introduce you to the guys if I can." And oh, great, I'll cheer you up. And um, it was at a baseball, sta- you know, you know, baseball. Uh, yeah. Jack, Jack Murphy Stadium or something. Mm-hmm. And um, they said, as soon as you hear fun, 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 come backstage because they're going to go off for an encore. They st- they're there for like five minutes and they'll go back on and play Barbara and then they'll leave. You won't see them again. So, okay. So I got on the f- fun, fun, fun. I'm watching. I got on the field. I asked somebody, where's it? And then I, I hear these girls screaming. I said, oh, shit, what's going on over there? Oh, fuck, it's me. And they were it's like all these 30, 40 cheerleaders start chasing me on the field. And I'm running, and I like like an asshole. I start running the bases like an idiot, and yeah. <laughs> jumbotron in there. I'm like, I got Jordan jeans on, and my hair was all feathered like a dead crow. And they're, I'm running, and I just make it backstage. The door slams, and the girls are screaming, banging on the doors, and I'm like, ah, ah, you know, out of breath. And all, all five of them just turned. To, the whole room's silent, and they turn and look at me and like, what the fuck? And I'm like, ah. They gave me a look like I was the weirdest, and they hung out with Manson. Like I was, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's how bad. And I was like, oh, my heroes, I finally met him. But Mike Love says, who's that? And my friend Jeff says, uh, it's John Stamos. He's, uh, he's a drummer, great drummer. Oh, yeah? Uh, and he's on General Hospital. He says, do girls scream for him like that all the time? And he said, yeah. He goes, get him on stage. <laughs> and I got up and played Barbara Ann, and it was like, I don't know. I'm sure you've had those moments, if you would have told me moments. But, like, but, but, but more, I felt like it was, boom, man. I was like, fuck, and this, I don't ever want this to end it was like the best sex well, it's the name it's the name of your book i, I if you if you yeah, would have right. told me I, I i felt that entirely i felt i felt that a number of times in my I life i came up with that because one day mike love was calling me and calling me and i wasn't answering the phone i was like if you would have told me when i was a kid the first concert i ever saw with the beach boys um so 
And then it just went on from there. The first time I played, really played with them, full show was in, um, on the 4th of July in 1985. I sort of talked about it in there where it was a trip. We, my, I get to D.C. They would do two shows on the 4th, one in uh, uh, Philadelphia. It was a million people. And yeah. one in uh, D.C. that night, 750,000 people. And I get there, and, and my friend Jeff says, come on, we're going to go teach Jimmy uh, the, 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 what songs we're doing. I said, Jim, who, Jimmy who? Jimmy Page. We, we're at the biggest suite I've ever seen in my life the, at the Watergate. And we had to go teach Jimmy Page what songs he was doing and what keys they were in. And uh, I get there. He has got this biggest bottle of Jack Daniels. And he offers it. And I was like, oh, no, thank you, Mr. P. Can I have a light beer, please? You know? And he <laughs> slinks away. And then my friend slinks away. And I'm in this hotel room by myself looking around. Like, what the fuck? Why did I get here? If you would have told me. And there were two, there were two anvil cases on the other side of the, the, the room. And there was a, they were kind of together, but there was an opening like this. And, a, and a, I'll never forget it, like a sheet, a tie-dyed sheet over it. And I sit next to it. I was in this big couch that engulfs me. And all of a sudden, like a, like a goth cuckoo clock, this girl pops out in between the cases, sees me, goes, ah! I go, fuck! <laughs> and she goes back in the thing. I swear to God. And I'm like, what? And then P Jimmy Page comes up with a light beer. And I'm like, did you? Did you? Nah, man. Just, uh. So he sits next to me. And he says, uh, what song is my? I said, you probably played Barbara Ann. That's okay. What key is it in? F sharp. I got fucking solo in F sharp. yelling at me. <laughs> <laughs> what else? I was like, I think. Uh, help me, Rhonda. What key? I'm like, C sharp. I got fucking solos. <laughs> that was the, uh, you know, the beginning of it all, and it's been an incredible ride. You well, know? you're, I mean, everything has been like insane. It's almost like, uh, like your first day on General Hospital was when was I, the Rick Springfield. Did you ever get to hang out with Rick Springfield? Well, he didn't like, you know, no. Yeah, he, he didn't, didn't like you. Well, he, you know. As I look back, all this stuff you kind of look back on and go, "Well, I get it. He was he wanted out of there, and he was a big star at the time." And he didn't have. It seemed like I did a little googling. It seemed like, yeah. and, I, and I, hey, by the way, shout out to Rick Springfield. I've sat next to his people at bars. Yeah, I had a period where we were on the exact same tour wherever I was going. Oh. Rick Springfield was going, mm. so he was on like five of my flights. Uh, like we were always on the same flights. Um, was he but a coach? But I did the no, no. We both sat first class. <laughs> I love him. I what am I? But he. His 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 fame coincided with General Hospital. Sure, yeah. I mean, it. it, 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 it I think it made him right. And, it but, but made, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't remember. All I know is that my favorite, one of my favorite scenes in any movie ever, huh. is Alfred Molina oh, in yeah, yeah, Boogie, yeah, Nights yeah, Boogie Nights yeah, yeah. when he's playing and he yeah. and he's the Asian guy's throwing fireworks oh, fire, and he's yeah. doing smoking crack and he yeah. goes, "Ricky Springfield, he's a friend of mine." <laughs> I love that moment. That's my favorite that scene in any moment. And how about movie. God only knows the usage of that in that movie where the guy was in prison for you know the pedophilia stuff and they just slowly, it was one long take. God only knows. What I, that song is a, is a perfect song. What it's song do you, what, what, if you had to have a Beach Boys song played at your funeral, what would it be? Uh, well, I, the, that's a terrible question. I have. <laughs> I, mean, I don't give a fuck. I'll be dead. I mean. You know, oh, I think about my funeral all the time. You do? I all How are you going to die? Fucking time. How are you going to die? Uh, late. I'm going to be one of the last ones. You're going to go. Yeah. Like I mean, 90s, yeah. 100s, maybe? I'll be 89, but everyone else will be dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be lonely. What's the guy? No. There's a comic, really funny guy, used to do a bit on me where he said he was just going to hire me to come to his funeral. Nick Swartzen. Nick Swartzen, yeah. Sweet guy. Wow, right? that's fucking crazy. What? Wow, that's of that? crazy that I can't remember people's names that I went to college with. 
Uh-huh. But I remember a Nick Swardson bit. I'm going to hire John Stamos to come to my funeral. <laughs> that way, and not say a word. All he's got to do is come down and sit down. So that way, the whole funeral, I was like, did you know Nick knew John Stamos? <laughs> What's funny is he. you probably know him now. You, I'm sure you know him because he's friends with Jeff and Bob. Yeah. And, I mean, you probably worked on something he's done. No. No? I don't think so. But, but I, I bet. So fucking so funny. funny. So fucking funny. How do you remember bits like that? Like, you have a great memory. I mean, no. how do you guys remember your act? And you, you can get up on stage for two hours and, and remember everything. That would be my issue. It's identical to when someone says, a st- like, it's just little things that remind me of the next thing. Like, are yeah. you one of those guys that works super hard on something and then you get up and it looks like you're just making it up on the spot? Yeah. I think a lot of people would be like, yeah. he's drunk. He just come kind of takes his shirt off and wings it. Dean Martin, but except I'm, for the shirt part. But I think the, yeah, I, honestly, mm-hmm. I think Dean Martin's a kind of a little bit of a hero of mine because there was a casualness you could almost write off Dean Martin as just he's just some drunk, right? But you forget the brilliance of it. Genius. I kind of I kind of like under promising and <laughs> over delivering right. in life. I think it's a That's fun way to do it. And well, it's it's like listen if you're one of the if you're if you're Chappelle and your special comes out. I mean, I, don't, I can't imagine the weight of the world has to be on his shoulders to deliver something better than he did last time. Yeah. I don't think anyone expects that from me. So when I do deliver a pretty good special, people are like, "That was fucking good." Yeah, like I can't believe it. that's the guy that was just shirt off. That's like a great story. But you've evolved with your comedy through. through the, I think through my 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 comedy's gotten a lot better. But um, but yeah, I'm I am someone I do not take specials lightly. I oh, yeah, I definitely so. put more work than I would say. Not the average Netflix comic, but the average comic seems to be putting out specials pretty quickly. <laughs> like I mean, I, people are putting out specials every eleven months right now, and I I too much. Well, I won't commit. I when I commit to a special with mm-hmm. Netflix. I already have the hour, and I'll still give myself eighteen months wow. to work See, on the hour. That's that's you're you're you know that's well, the I greats. Just, I know, the great. but I'm, I'm very. That's I'm, what makes the greats, though. And I talk about that in the book too, like just putting it, giving it you all. You have to give it everything. I didn't for many years. I got by on sixty percent, and I was like, ah, I, I'm doing well, and I'm better than most guys out here. You know, I never. I was afraid to give it my all. Really? In in everything, yeah. And now I now I because because if you fail after giving it your all, then you're like, ah, shit, man. I, I don't want to face that. Yeah. But now I'm like, fuck it, bring it on. If I fail, I fail. You know, who cares? At least I gave it everything. That's how I went into my marriage. I was just like, I'm going to give it everything I got. If it doesn't work, it's okay. At least I'll know that how to do that, which I hadn't done before. Really? Yeah. Did you, when you say giving yourself your all in your marriage, you meant like committing everything and like being 100% honest and being yes. like, like yeah. interesting. Have you, have you done that? Yeah. yeah. I, only know, I only know one speed. I'm yeah. not that, I'm not but that you smart. Work, yes, you are. You work very hard, and but, D, but I don't think Dean Martin. Like I remember talking to his daughter, and said, "Man, it must be, man, your dad's so fucking cool, man. He doesn't give a shit about, shit about anything." And she says, "Yeah, it's, that's great if it's not your dad. If it's you know, oh, yeah. if he's your dad, it's not great to, for him not to really give a shit about." Well, it. the partying thing, I know my daughters have felt the oh, yeah. the rebound of it of like people expect them to fucking party, mm. and they're it is not my daughters. See, they're very private, but but I, at I, least they had that instilled in them maybe from your wife or both of you guys to be able to go fuck you i'm not that person oh they have confidence they have segura confidence (laughs) like segura i I, this is i'll still to this day this blows my mind i remember like one time we were doing rogan and we're like at like hour two and we're all fucking high and we're all drunk and we're (laughs) laughing hysterically (laughs) and tom just goes all right i'm done take care guys and i go where are you going like in the middle of this by the way not just mentioning for our careers it's a big deal rogan at the time is like is before Spotify when everything's fuck and no controversy. Like this is like 
peak. Holy shit, you're catching lightning in a bottle. Yeah. And Tom just I'm does not. not give a fuck. That was Dean Martin. Yeah, yeah that's he, what he did with Jerry Lewis. After yeah. 10 years, like, I'm out. Goodbye. It's crazy what Tom does I could does never care do that about. either. Yeah, what does he care about? We should. It's really funny. He cares about his kids, I, I would imagine. No, How old are they? No, no, he doesn't care okay. about them. Um, I want to. Well, okay, finish that. And I want to ask you a question he about. He cares um, about. Money? He care. Oh, yeah, he cares about money. There you go. <laughs> what does he buy? Money. He's got a big house and everything. Oh, he buys, uh, he yeah. buys everything. My watches and stuff. Oh, hardcore. That's what? He's, oh, he's you're a, a watch guy too? Uh, uh, I am because of Tom. Right. Like, but Tom you got guys, me into watches. Do you both have small penises? Or, I mean, what is it? We why, have what? identical looking penises. You, you compared Ident- them? No, we've seen them. We had like, them tethered together one time. Tethered? With an electric probe. Okay. We had this lady, this dominatrix came put. No. Yeah. Like, put, a, like a Chinese uh, finger? Yeah, like, like, a, like finger cuffs, but except it was two. Uh, like, very small. like wristbands, but very, very tiny wristbands for a monkey. <laughs> okay. And then they went around our dicks, and then there okay. was a tether attached to both of them. And then she electrocuted our cocks at the same time. No. Yeah. Why? Uh, was Great for, balls of fire. Two bears, one cave. Yeah. <laughs> it was for a live show. Wow. What does Tom care about? You know, it's interesting. Not his balls. We know he that. does not want to be. He does not. I'm, I'm trying to find Does he the care right... about respect? Be respected? No, he doesn't really no, care. Huh? He doesn't care. Doesn't care about he doesn't care about the internet. Really doesn't care about the internet. Do As think, a matter of fact, I think he gets a jolt when the internet comes back at him. I think he enjoys oh, yeah. that. Do you think he's talking about us right now? Probably not like this. Absolutely not. Yeah, and he don't give a fuck. Uh, did, did you feel like you had to be that drunk guy like the people you know like like what they expected from your daughters? Do you go into a bar and it's like hey, man. there's a part of me that's I'm trying to figure that out right now. I don't. Good here's thing. my thing: is that what is whatever is wrong with me is integral. It is part of my DNA, and it is. I don't want people to go to sleep. I don't want people to call it quits. I want the. I, I'm. Okay. I'm. I have hardcore FOMO. Like if I wake up and everyone's already awake, I start going like, wait. Like I really feel a panic. I want to be involved with everything. I when I find out there's text threads I'm not on, I go, oh, I want to be on it. Right. Like I want to be a part of the action, and that is f- sincerely me. And so like I have a hard time, not. Going to bed, I don't have a hard time going to bed. I have a hard time letting the night end. Yeah, like I have a hard time. Say, I have a hard time calling it quits on anything. And so, like, and I want to be involved. Like, if Tom says, "Oh, I went to dinner with Ryan Sickler the other night," and they're in L.A., I go, "Why didn't you call me?" Right. But I and I know that maybe it was better that he didn't. It's probably good that the two of them caught up. But like, I always want to be involved. Right. I, I. But out of but but out of goodness, right? It doesn't seem yeah. like you're like we're doing my cruise yeah. next week. I can't and, go. I don't like boats. Oh, what is it? Be so fucking yeah, fun. Fun. I can't. I can't wait. But what are you doing? Like a bo- we like got a, a four boat. day. For like the way Kiss does a cruise. Yeah, I did one with the Beach Boys uh, a couple months ago, and it was pretty fun. Oh, for real. But you can't. You're you know you're trapped there, right? Oh, I love it. You do. Oh yeah. Well, you love being I famous. I love it. I get it. And so yeah, right. So you're fine. To, and to take pictures fast. Oh, and easy. I love it. I love I it. it. I love it. And I. That's good. And so I'm. You need it, don't you? Now that's what you have to examine. I don't know if I. That's what I'm trying to figure out right now. I'm trying to figure that out with my drinking. Okay. Because I haven't had a drink in like 73 days. No shit. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I mean, Men's, like, but also it's also it's not very hard for me to, to oh. stop drinking. But it the hardest part is to start drinking again and figure out what that looks like. Because now I go on this cruise and I, mm. here's the thing. I want to have a celebratory, get on a cruise ship, have a cocktail. I want to have that with my wife. But I don't know <clears> what that looks like because I've been this guy for definitely for the last... I would say 10 years, hard, easily, maybe five years, but someone who 
I can't, I don't want to turn it off. And I, and I've been able in life lately to be able to go, I'm going to bed now, yeah. go to bed a little early in these mm. last 73 days. Mm. I'm really blown away by how much people like going to bed. Like I'm <laughs> stunned at, at how many people just want to go. Yeah, I'm tired. I'm t- yeah, my wife's like, I, I used to be that way, and I'm more like you now. I mean, I don't have to, but I just like being up because it's creative. I will sit or paint, yeah. draw, write. So I don't want that to end, the creative stuff. To, but you like, so did do you, have you have you beefed up the other stuff, like pot and stuff around it? Now, uh, I've been smoking a fair amount of marijuana. Do your, does your family like you better when you're not drinking? Yeah. Well, that's one thing. It'd be, yeah, but it, they don't, that's not fair. They're doing it. Well, there's they're saying it because I'm a lot healthier. I'm not as right. fat and red and bloated. Really? So, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I <laughs> no, that was terrible no. of me. Hey, Austin, you just look- pull up. Fat, drunk. Don't even do it. It's, it's you, not worth it. You, but you're very smart. You're very together. I, very right now, I am. And, if yeah. if I was, there were times like I didn't understand when people go like, "I'm worried about you." Mm. I thought they were just being dicks. <laughs> like yeah. I, like Tom would always say, "Like, hey man, you need to take some time off. You need well, to take a break." A yeah, he was. Probably. But like one guy said it to me, and I was, and he looks like shit. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, if this guy's worried about me, I need he does he not have mirrors?" It's them where it's they're worried about themselves. Then they're taking it out on you. That's that's I, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. But I feel I feel amazing. The other day I was I was sitting there in my backyard and I was doing this. And I just went, "Hey, I'm just like smiling for no reason at all." Yeah. Like really like it was a and I caught myself smiling. <laughs> and I was like, and like last night and I did get high, but last night I took one hit of a vape pen. Went into my backyard to have a cigar, and I had a moment of true gratitude mm. where I was like, my wife fell asleep on the couch out back, the dogs were there, and I was just saying thank you for all the little things in life. Yeah. Like I was like, thanks for this yard. Like this is a great yard. Like I, like not everyone that's gets yards. Great to, do, to do that. Well, to have those moments, you know. I mean, you'll find later. That's that's, that's what it's. How about. long did it take you to quit drinking until you were cool with not drinking? Well, I, I had a lot, I had so much to lose, and I was tired of it, you know, the sick and tired of being sick and tired, like, it was just enough. You I was 52? I was 50, yeah, and, and it was like, I, I ha, you know, it, it wasn't doing anything for me, kicks keep getting harder to find, right, and it, so you, and I didn't have a wife and kids like you did to be responsible for, I had no tent poles to say that you're an adult, I went in kicking, You, I heard you talk about this too, the, I, being adult to me was like fucking boring and square and, you know, yeah. but it's the, you Peter know, Pan's so, disease. what's that? Peter Pan syndrome. Right, yeah. And I, I just, and I didn't have to grow up. Everybody was taking care of shit. I still look kind of young. I, you, know. you still look amazing. But uh, Thanks, Bert. So you look you. fucking amazing. Do you have a skin routine? Where's your hand? <laughs> no, I'm not vanity. <laughs> I wish you'd talk about that. But, that, but that's... The, By the anyway. way, I just realized I've read your book, and so what I'm doing is I'm covering parts of your book and not letting you tell the stories. He got a hand job no. from fucking vanity. <laughs> well, <laughs> I... Th- I when I was writing these, when I was writing the book, like your act, I was trying to, and you know what's interesting? I was, when I was watching you recently, I was like, this is a guy who I don't have anything in common with, I don't, but God damn it, I connected so many things that you were talking about. That's your success too. You, you appeal to a lot of people. And I was asking Greg earlier, I said, these guys, he's like the, like the smart, super successful version of those country guys. What are their names? The, not anything against them, but the get, her, get her young, oh, get no. her done and all that stuff. Uh, da- uh, Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, what was the, the three of the country guys or something? Jeff Eng- Jeff, right, Blue Collar. Jeff Foxworthy, Bill Engvall, mm-hmm. Ron White, and, and yeah, Larry the Cable Guy. You sort of took the, that and made it your own, and, and right? I, th- I mean, I, I would I take that as a huge compliment. Those but, guys are all yeah, massively yeah, successful. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I was, anyway, so I was 
so I could relate to stuff that. But when, but like, so, so you got oh, So I was trying to find relatable moments in the book because it, I can't be all like, I play with the Beach Boys. I'm and so, yes, the vanity your thing life was is, your life. That your life is only relatable in that I think when I read it, when I when I listen to your book, I I kept thinking, this is a regular person put in these crazy moments. Yeah, like you clearly you have great genetics, but. Having said that, you talked about getting a nose job young, yeah, and and which I did not know at all. Well, why would you? And but I know, but I, but I just always thought you were perfect your whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you talk about that getting bullied. You that talk about it. your relationship with your parents. Your like everything you do in your book is is yes, it was crazy events, but they happened for whatever reason. They happened to a very relatable dude. I guess, but 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 those moments are are. You know, being bullied, for instance, was, I mean, that wasn't even a word in school. No. And I'm sure everybody, a lot of people can relate to that. I mean, I'm getting, I guy gave me a black eye because I heard that his girlfriend wanted to go out with me. And uh, I swear, I wanted to d dedicate the whole book to him. And they said, no, you can't. I said, I wouldn't be where I'm at because every, uh, every plateau that I hit, I was like, I'm going to show that. So I'm going to get on TV. I'm going to be the Beach Boys and he's going to come and my bodyguard's going to beat him up, you know. And I, you know, I, I eventually got over all that. And I, it's time, you know, and. I do wish I could see him again because I would thank him. Do you, do you, I would say, yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, I, I changed his name, but I would say, you know, thank you. I mean, you really gave me this burst to, uh, to succeed and show you that I was this and that. And, you know, I, I really thank you. And I'm going to be just good with that. You need those people in life. But then I would tell him, uh, I dated that girl for about three years after, and she told me you were hung like a finch. So fuck off, <laughs> asshole. I hope he's listening, that son of a bitch, cocksucker. I'm over it. But uh, you know, it's so crazy that you're an Orange County kid. Yeah, like because I I just assumed you were like growing up. I was like, oh, his parent, like he's you're just so you're like who are the most famous Greek people we have? Nia Vardalos, mm -hmm. you, me, uh, Zach Galifianakis, funny guy. Have you ever met Zach? Yeah, he's great. he's he's like Tom too. He didn't give a fuck about anything. He really right? is like Tom, but really talented. Very talented. Well, not talented. not that Tom's not really talented. They kind of look like each other too. They do kind of um, look like each other. I yeah, but not, yeah, I went to, the, uh, it was Greek day at the, at the, um, at the uh, White House when Obama was there, and you, Samuels, you're, you're the most handsome Greek, I don't, I do impressions, but not that one, uh, and I said, well, there's other <laughs> Greeks, you know, I thought, I, <laughs> there's other Greeks, you know, you, um, uh, I lost my thought. Who are the Greeks? Well, just those, that's it. We have a little Greek mafia that we, you know. Do you guys uh, have a text thread? Uh, yeah, we do. Yeah, Giannis, is Giannis, I play him the, that that Panos character all the time. That yes. you know, I was just in Greece with uh, Nia and, and Rita and Tom Hanks. And, oh, that's you know, right, Rita people. Wilson's Greek. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Oh, is that how the Nia Vardalos thing happened? Yeah, Rita oh. saw the play. It was a one woman play. I did the reading of that, and they didn't. And uh, the guy that directed it, I said, "Why didn't they?" Oh, they thought you were too old. Oh, okay. And then I became friends with Nia years later. I said, "Why didn't you do our movies? You thought I was too old." No, we didn't. Anyway. Uh, was Neo was like the first celebrity I ever met. Oh, really? Well, not met, but like that I was friends with because mm -hmm. our kids are the same age. Was she nice? And so, she's yeah, she was the sweetest person. Her and she was married at the time. Ian. Ian yeah. He was the greatest guy. He was a really easy hang. Yeah, he, he was, was like the easiest out. fucking hang. Yeah. Like no, and you so easy you forgot he was famous. Also, yeah. we, we were he was he was on a TV show that I did, but we were all out to dinner uh, one night. It was Ian, Nia, uh, uh, Tom Hanks. Um, anything. There was a couple other people, maybe from you know. And Steven Spielberg walks over, and he goes, "Hi, everybody. Hi, hi, Ian Gomez. Oh my God, I kept you are a brilliant. Out of all the people, he went to Ian. You know, shut up. Yeah, he he saw him on Felicity or something. That's crazy. Did you? When did you move out here? How how long ago? 
when I was 27. No, when I was 26, when I first moved out here, I was 26. I moved out to do a sitcom with Will Smith. Oh, moved how, into how the go? Universal Sheridan. It, it didn't get picked up, but it was like he was in it or producing it. Producing it, and so uh, yeah. And then I I fell in love with L.A. The, my mm-hmm. very first day out here, I was in Century City of yeah. all places. Yeah. And I called my dad and I said, I think I'm gonna live here for the rest of my life. What did he say? He was like, it's nice. And it was my dad had come out here for work. I won't say what he did, but he came out here for work. And, it was uh, a, a celebrity building he worked in. Right? Yeah, he came thing? out here for work. How did he get out of it? I don't get it. And he and, and he didn't have anything to do with. Uh, the kid from, uh, you know, the, the, what's his name? Ashton Kutcher's friend. Uh, you know, oh, no, friend. Danny Masters. Yeah. He didn't. Because if he did, your dad's a lousy lawyer. We didn't yeah. really help there. I'm not making, maybe you should cut this. I'm not making light of what he did. I don't know him. I don't know. I'm not writing anyone letters. <laughs> don't worry. But, uh, okay, I don't think good. anyone of our fucking fans are going to light uh, you up. They're going to be like, thank yeah. God he brought it up. Oh. No, I, I don't. Love, I don't. I, no. I, 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 if, you fans of, of, of Bert and all this, I hope you're finding me respectful to these guys because no, I, I, I really uh you know i idolize you guys and what you do is is i love it i just love ever, stand-up comedy do you ever think do you ever think had you uh i was thinking of this today had you and did you know Bob, who, i guess you knew who i was uh, are you kidding dude, that's a yeah. weird thing i mean i, I know i've known who you were my all i would say probably most of my conscious life did you have posters of me on the, no i definitely didn't. you said you had rob Lowe. <laughs> no I, I know i had the outsiders Mm-hmm. I had the outsiders up. I, I had a weird. I had a weird thing. I, I probably did have a picture of you because I I did get Tiger beat as a kid it because is? it was one of the things I didn't realize. Like I just was like I had pictures of Duran Duran up. Yeah, I had I pictures of surfers up. Like I didn't have. It's so funny when when because that's what I aspired to. Uh, I still well, that makes sense. I, and so I didn't really have pictures of chicks up on my wall because I weird. thought that was creepy. Oh really? I was like I had pictures of hot dudes up on my wall. That's I was not like, creepy. I wanted to be that. I got it. Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. like, I had Simon LeBlanc. Was that the guy from Duran Duran? No, not even close. LeBlanc? Yeah. That I, guy. I wanted to be Travolta, man. And the, and the first. He was so fucking cool. Does your dad know him? Uh, no, I don't know. They, he might. <laughs> They're in Florida. Oh, the, the, um, the, also, and your dad all of a sudden came in a lot of money? What, 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 wow. No, no, he's. Well, I <laughs> I mean, the sister went, hey, dad's finally making He's got a nest egg. Interesting. <laughs> He uh, he kept talking about Elvis. He Robert. started doing something different in the in the in the sphere of law. What I don't know. <laughs> you know, he's I do, but I he's I didn't realize how private he is. I've told stories about him, like yeah. I've told stories about him so much, right. and he's just not. He's like I think the more famous I got, the more they've come back to him. Mm. Where he's like, whoa, 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 whoa! I wasn't addicted to speed. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I, there were diet pills. God damn it! And I, and I quit them. I quit them cold turkey. I didn't even need any help. <laughs> god damn it and you took him too god damn it remember that one easter he, that one easter did you say he, one easter i had a hard time i was easter. tired now that's he, what that makes that joke so funny i'm <laughs> deconstructing this thing one easter that's yeah. what makes it funny not one day not one time one easter I, I was, like rickles was specific rickles was two funny. bullets in the head tuesday he would say so, go ahead i'm sorry no when he goes when you the, oh the, one of the rickles lines that immediately when you go, he went up to fucking Artie Lang and went to his stomach, yeah, and he goes, right, hey, right. ice cream, how you doing in there? Yeah, yeah. When I brought him into Stern, because Howard would say that he was, that was his, uh, you know, number one influence. That's yeah. why he got into comedy. Watch, he would watch him on the shows with his mom. Would you text with Howard? Yeah. Like, you know him. 
Yeah, he left me a beautiful. He read the book. Oh, he heard it like you did, but I yeah. think on regular speed. And he left me the <laughs> nicest, the uh, longest message. When he calls, I always think, "Oh shit, Ralph's dead." Like you know, but, <laughs> but he's not. Uh, he's a good. You know, he's been very good to me. But so to bring in, um, I yeah, I fooled him, I, uh, and I said, "I'm bringing in a girlfriend. I wanted your opinion on it, or whatever." And, and Rickles came in, but he was so. It's a great conversation. You should watch it on YouTube. I, the thing I loved the most about Don Rickles, mm. honestly, the thing I love the most, and the yeah. thing I think I probably have the closest to him, yes. is his relationship with Newhart. Yeah, like oh, the fact like that they and, went to lunch Tom? every every week. They went to lunch like every fucking week. Yeah, that's you and Tom. Yeah, like I like that I'm friends with someone for real. Yeah, like right, that we right. talk about like shit that, like there's that we talk about stuff. We talk about our sisters, or we talk mm. about our dads privately. Like there's a bunch right. of private stuff. Like what do you? Yeah. Like there was a really hilarious fucking incident, mm. and then being with one of the funniest guys in the world, right. and getting him to improv, and then just yeah. joking back and forth oh, about that, something yeah. like that—that's yeah. like super valuable. Bob and I had that, and Dave too, and and yeah. it was. But but getting back to like if, how what it would have been if Rickles and Newhart had a, a show like this, the two of them were like what you guys do, you know? Can you they imagine? would go on vacation. We're, together, we're definitely you know, not. I don't mean to compare us to those geniuses, well, but like that. Sure. But like that is. That is crazy. I was gonna say, what if you and what if you and, and Bob and Dave had a podcast? How fucking yeah, maybe we we you know I don't know, da but we would have those conversations. And that, but they would you know or text chains that, that you could never show anyone ever you know because they were just wrong. A lot of oh, them were wrong. Bob. Yeah, Bob was you know he could be. I love that in your book that he like even the Bob I know today, the Bob I knew yeah. is the same guy that was the Bob in the in the quote in the rehearsal rooms at Full House. Yeah. Like like his inappropriate jokes. Oh god, just, he was addicted to to laughs, and he had to get it like a heroin or something. He's like Mark Norman. Yeah, like that, they're yeah. very similar dudes. Like they always go. For, the jokes always there. The jokes the most important thing to them mm. is getting someone to laugh. That is their their focus is the yeah. joke. But it, it, it's their hair. It's the and he had comedy Tourette's. He couldn't stop. That's and, Mark Norman. Yeah. that is fucking Mark Norman. What's much fun to see Mark Norman? Mark Norman's got a new jokes. special called Soup, Soup to Nuts on, on oh, Netflix. Yeah, I, I it's phenomenal. Yeah, he's amazing. Friends with Giannis. Yeah. The whole group of guys that Giannis's whole generation uh, is all fucking bangers. It's Giannis's turn. Giannis is. Um, but, but the interesting thing about you're talking about your sister, you talked to your, about your sisters with, uh, with Tom or yeah. something. When, so the, most of the couple, for the f first few years, Bob and I didn't get along. I couldn't deal with his, it was just disruptive as fuck. And I'd come from, doing a show with Jack Klugman for a couple of years and Gary Marshall and all these great, that's where I met Gary, uh, would, would come in. They were writers on the show. Uh, um, and so every scene was like, <clears throat> approached like story and character. And why would I say this? Why would I move there? And then I go to Full House, I try to have that. And Bob's, you know, stabbing his cock with a fork. And, you know, it's like, <laughs> I hate my cock. He's just stabbing it. You know, or he would do a, da -da 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 -da, you know, and it was disruptive yeah. <laughs> at, the, at the very least. But so the but after a year or two, we tried. We tried it. We were different guys. He had three kids, and I, I was a bachelor. So, um, but our sister, his sister, got scleroderma, and oh, that's um, right. he, he had a, a, he had a foundation for he it. He still, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. did, and and sadly enough, his sister died and didn't get to see all the work that he did for scleroderma. Dave's sister had cancer; she died, and my sister had a brain tumor. And thank God she made it through. But. Um, so all of a sudden we weren't just three guys on a show. We we got connected on something much deeper, and we could put our differences aside and just uh, work. What did together. you guys talk about when you went to dinner? Like if poop. you would really? <laughs> yeah, they were very foul poop, and you know, inappropriate stuff. Did Dave Coulier ever uh, shit his pants? No. Did he ever? Were you guys ever on set and you guys heard Alanis Morissette and he's like, "That song's about me." 
Well, yeah, but that was so funny. Like that angry, angst, like chick who was like, yeah. Yeah, I saw you in the movie. The guy who does Bullwinkle, you know, hey, I'm Popeye and Bullwinkle, was the, was the guy in the movie theater that's going down on that thing. Fucking so He called the- me when, when, because I met her, I talked about it uh, at a concert in Canada. And we were the Beach Boys, and he brought her, and she wasn't famous. And I brought him on stage for Barbara Ann. I thought, oh, I'll give him some points. I'll bring the girl. Yeah. And afterwards, she had these big hoop earrings. And, and she said, uh, do you know anybody in L.A. in the music business? I'm like, no, yeah, well, maybe. I don't know. Anyway. And it was her. So he's dry, he broke up with her, broke her heart. And, uh, yeah. and he's driving down, and the, and the song comes on the radio. And he's oh, fuck, that's Alanis. And he goes and buys the album, Jagged Little Pill, puts it in the <laughs> CD, and calls me. He goes, John, I think I really hurt this girl. Listen to these lyrics. Go, Those aren't about you. He goes, yeah, they are. She sucked my dick in a movie theater. Yeah, someone else. So, uh, yeah. It's the it first was, time uh, we saw Air Bud. <laughs> we didn't, uh, that's interesting. What did we talk about? Well, Greg, you were around. We, it was a lot of jokes, a lot of, um, and I would get them to fight because they, they got, they had the, those video shows, you know, and, I, and I'd say, uh, to Bob, I said, Dave, or to Bob, I said, Bob, Dave's show's getting pretty good, pretty good ratings. He's got a cute host and funny and, Yours isn't quite doing. Yes, it is. I'm, and I get them fighting over whose show is. But Bob would say, "Fuck you, that show sucks." And, <laughs> and I just slither away to the craft service and have a little turkey sandwich and watch the fireworks. When was the last time you wanted to text Bob and you went, "Oh, right now, <laughs> right now, go. Yeah. This isn't going well." <laughs> I was gonna, yeah, get me out of this guy. Um, a lot, you know. My son is, is has this great sense of humor, closer to Bob's than mine. He said the other day, he was like, uh, he said, I said. He said, come on, let's go in the kitchen. I said, I have to take a pee first. He goes, if you know, if you hold your pee in longer, the pee nest goes away. I'm like, oh, that's a Bob joke. That was <laughs> the pee nest goes, I don't know. <laughs> that's He's great. very, so I missed that. And I remember calling Bob early on, and I said, I'm not connecting with this kid like I thought I would. He said, wait till he laughs at you for the first time. And so it was that. I wish, uh, I wish he was around for this that. Is a, he, um, it was Mark. a weird question. Yeah. Did you get, I, oh, only because I know I know, and I, I only know this in passing, and I could be totally off. But I know Bob was a fan of things that, like, like he had Rodney's joint box. Oh yeah, like yeah, he had yeah. things that were kind of like commemorative of his heroes. Did you, mm-hmm. did you get anything of Bob's? That's a great question. That's not a weird question. Yeah, I did. I, I have one of his guitars. His uh, Kelly's wife gave me, and I don't play it because all it's my butt, my dog lick my balls, suck my dick, suck my. <laughs> you can't do anything, you know, yeah. straight for the kid around the kids. Um, and that's what Rickles used to do. Hey, my dog ball. He would do an impression. <laughs> and Rickles would do an impression of, this is what he thought of Full House. He goes, hello, daddy. May I have some apples? <laughs> what the fuck does that have to do with anything? <laughs> that, was his, that was Full House. He, he, didn't, he didn't like that show. Uh, oh, he said, I, I, used to, I used that show as a nightlight, he said. Um, <laughs> he, I want to talk about him. I said, Bob, um, what was the question? Oh, so that, and his wife gave me his, he, I didn't know this. His favorite character was Jiminy, the, Jiminy Cricket. And really? so there's a, a statue that, that she, uh, she gave me that was his too. It's very sad. He, you know, he, he wanted, he didn't know how loved he was. And when, really? he, when, when that guy died, you know, it was like a tsunami of love. I mean, I you know, since princes die, and I'm not even being funny. Like, the, you remember all, all the outpouring of love? And that was, a, that was one that I think got all of the comics caught us off guard. Yeah. Because it was like, I think it was at the Orlando Improv. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. He, 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 he was, no, he, he was. He was in he Orlando. Played, he, he had played t- Jacksonville the night yes, before. Yes, and he drew up. And he was, it was, you know, I'm telling you, Bert, he, and he kind of said some of it in his post. He said, I feel like a kid again, man. And he did two hours. He said, that's the longest I've done. He took a picture of him on stage, you know, before, and he was driving home, and he was 
just ecstatic, and he called his texted his wife. Or called his wife and said, "Hey, I have this picture. Can you fix it up for me?" And he said, and she got it. And she said, it "Doesn't need fixing. You, you look so handsome, Bob." And they had a beautiful relationship. And then he went to the hotel, and you know, I like to think of him coming to that hotel room after killing on stage. I mean, killing, killing, and you know the feeling, and laying his head down on the pillow and dreaming of the next time he was going to see all of us. And the laughs were still happening. And the laughs were still happening. And, you know, that's, and he had a smile on his face, I think. He was such uh, a great guy. I mean, I, he's, I think he's one of those things where you don't realize how much you, people mean to you until right. they're gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he didn't know it, man. He didn't, he, he was, and the problem was he was never going to be, he couldn't take a compliment for real. Oh, Bobby, you were great. Yeah. Because he didn't have eight Netflix specials. He wasn't Chappelle. He wasn't these guys that, and Chappelle loved, Chappelle showed up and did a yeah. lot of stuff. I said, man, you really made Bob feel great the last few years. They I were said, both really close with, I'm with John Mayer. That's right, yeah. yeah. But he said, um, um, it's one of the, I mean, I, I love John Mayer. I think John Mayer is amazing. Yeah, yeah. But I, like the fact that he was close with Bob Saget puts John Mayer in like a new echelon for me where I go, oh, he's, like, I know he's friends with Chappelle and stuff, but like mm. the fact that him and Bob were close, I was like, well, he's like a legit fucking dude. Yeah, he he is. It, yeah. He loved Bob for that. I, I Bob liked me better, but um, <laughs> and I like to tell John. Um, but uh, what we're saying, Chappelle. So, but he he would never. He just never thought of himself as successful because he wasn't up there, and he probably was never going to get there. And that's the sad, sad thing. He didn't know how loved he was. No fucking way. Yeah. You know, and and that that's what kills me. Don. Um, it should have been Dave. I. Th- no. <laughs> <laughs> If we're real quiet, you can hear Bob going, yeah, you're right. Why the fuck am I up here? <laughs> Dave and, you know, him and Dave were best buddies. And then when I came around, Dave and I started to become best friends and it was a weird thing. But, I never realized uh, how much that show leaned on you and Dave. Like, it sounds silly, but I just remember, you know, I didn't realize the, the show premise pretty much is you and Dave are raising children because Bob's working. <laughs> well, you don't tell Bob that. But <laughs> uh, When was the last time you talked to the Olsen twins? You know, they came out for his, uh, for his funeral. Yeah. And it, it was it was beautiful because they, and they you know we hadn't seen him much you know over the years and they, you know they went off to New York and did very well but we were all kind of disconnected. Bob was the through line he would always try to get us together, um, but they came out for that and they said all the things that we wanted to hear. We love you guys. We loved our childhood. We're so grateful to you. You were great to us and it was a special for all of us to get that gift. I haven't heard them. I haven't heard from them or of them. Do you know? Did you talk to them? No, I don't know them at all. Oh, okay. I don't know them at all. Well, Ashley had a uh, kid which is trip man like those like the whole thing is if you would have told me these two little girls you know were gonna own new york one day and be it's crazy you know, yeah they but made all their money in like doing straight to dvd movies no fashion they they is went to new fashion? york and started a fashion line and a billion dollar fashion what line. they look like now they're beautiful twins. they look they're yeah they i only sh- remember them when they were like 18 where you're like uh-huh. where i was an adult and i was like eh, whatever like it's somebody, like my sister right. they, they were like everyone's little sister yeah yeah, yeah. and now they're fucking Rich. Now they've got to be like forty. They got more money than Tom. I think. No. Yeah, no. They're not forty. They're thirty uh, or something. Um, yeah. How old are the Olsen twins in two thousand twenty-three? Go to that. No, that's, I it's know, already on there. It's, it's already on there. It's already on there. It's like the first thing. How old are the Olsen I should know twins? This, right I? there. Right. No. Right. You just missed it. How old? Uh, uh, there we go. Thirty-seven. Jesus. Jesus. God, I'm old. That makes me old. 
I can't believe you're 60. You look well, great. I do. I'm, Are you, do your sisters look as good as you? Yeah, they do. Really? They're, they're you have two sisters? I have two yeah. sisters, yeah. I look the best. I don't you know. Allergy? Yeah. Do they, are they proud of you? Are they come to your shows? and demand, I don't know if they're proud uh, of me. I think my one sister, seats, Annie, like doesn't. Mine. It doesn't. Re- I don't think she. I don't think it registers with her. Mm-hmm. I think she's just like, yeah. She she's got a little bit of a stoner's sensibility. Uh-huh. And my sister Cotty is in the industry, so I think as proud do? as she. Uh, I don't know. I, re- I she runs. Now I know why she doesn't like you. I don't know what she does. I know. Cotty. I know what she does. I know. Yeah. But uh, she, I think she works at Disney. Oh yeah. I think so. <laughs> you should know Fox. this. No. Was Fox still around? Yeah. Well, Disney owned Fox. Disney owns Fox. Yeah. She works at Disney. But like I think she's so in the business that she understands how successful I'm not. What? You know, like well no, like she deals much... with like she's she deals with like real celebrities. That's and you. so then she no, I'm just I'm pretty like you took a, a pretty you know, regular a, you're you know, a real guy and you talk about real things. The, yeah. the fact that you can get up there for two hours and talk about just tell stories about your life and your family, that's yeah. the, that's the gift, right? No, you know, it doesn't doesn't feel like a bunch would of you ever think, jokes. Would you ever think of turning the, your book into a one man show? Have Rob Lowe do it. <laughs> Rob, we tease each other. And he had a one man show so and funny. he said some jokes about me in there. If there's one person I'm gonna edit his name out. There's what? one person who's really jealous of your career. Who Ooh. do you think that person is? Tom Segura. <laughs> no. uh, well, let me guess. Should I guess? I, I, I have the name. I've, my whole life, I've always thought. Uh, it's like, a, do you know who I'm thinking of? There was a guy who had a great career, but he wasn't you. Me? No. You got to edit his name out because I feel bad. I, I never would Give want me a, someone to Was this. he on a TV show? Yeah. Glenn Scarpelli. No. No. Uh, Scott Bale. No. No. No, I met Scott Bale. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I think we're members of the same country. We were friends because... Uh, oh, you two are? I think so. He likes to play golf. We were friends forever, and, and I said something about... Um, he, they were doing a reading during COVID for uh, some uh, democratic thing of, ha- of Happy Days. You know, they were doing the, a full reading, and everybody yeah. was involved. And I knew he wouldn't because it was for the Democrats, and he's a Republican. And yeah. So I said, hey, can I play Chachi? And he got so offended by that. He really? ripping me apart, calling me a Marxist. Was a mother bullshit. A Marxist. Yeah, I was like, I don't know, I had to look that up. Marxist. Um, uh, anyway, he's fine, you know. Um, what you're trying to tell me, the guy? No. Name? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Edit his name out because I well, don't want to shit on the guy, but like, you know he's he was a good looking dude, and then just I don't know, it just went south. I, I it could be me, but for the grace of God. But why? I mean, but why? Are, like, I don't know. Did, was I, your dad? Did your dad have a full head of hair? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Was your dad a good looking guy? Yeah, he was handsome. He was. He was cool, man. He, he was, was cool. cool. I want to tell the story. Tell the story. Yeah, tell the yeah. story. Tell, I'm, I don't want to, I, 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 because I know the story, but just tell the story to people listening. You, your dad was a big fan of Sinatra's yeah. and a big fan of Sammy, Sammy Davis Jr. And he is the reason you became friends with Sammy Davis Jr. was because he's, uh, do you, I'm, I'm telling your story. Well, Sammy, would, he was on uh, General Hospital. Yeah. So my dad didn't have anything to do with that, but I didn't know. No, but he said, he yeah. said, when you meet him. Right. Talk about the drums. He said, talk about playing drums. Yeah, because I didn't know. I wanted to play drums on TV, and um, th- they weren't, you know, taking requests on this show. I was, you know, and so I was, can I play drums? No, no, no. And then Sammy came on, and my dad explained who he was and made me listen to the records of, of Frank and Sammy D. And um, it's, he said, talk about drums. And so I said, Mr. Davis, they won't let me play drums on the show, you know. So, oh, yeah. We had this, we had a real conversation about music, and I think he saw that I got music or, or I understood you know, part of his world. And uh, he goes, he says, uh, hold on, man. You know, and, he, and he 
click, 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 goes to the producer's booth and comes back out and he says, uh, just do what I say, man. There was a scene where I was playing the host of the, I was hosting the waterfront thing or something, where it was a charity, uh, the MC, and I, and I introduced him. And then there was a full band set up because he was going to do a song. And he gets up and does a few lines and he says, um, Blackie, you play drums, right? I'm like, yeah, totally. Yeah, for that. everyone listening, your character in General Hospital's name is Blackie. Yeah, <laughs> good. Thank you for clarifying. That. You're right. It, people did what that you know. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it was weird. And you know, it, uh, so he someone's said, uh, in headsets. Blackie's Blackie? playing drums now. Wait, yeah. who? Which one's Blackie? Uh, he it's just, gonna. It's gonna be John. It's John uh, yeah. Stamos. Did he just call Sammy? Bla- <laughs> so he calls me up there, and I'm just ad libbing. I'm. You want to play? Yeah, and I'm. And he's playing piano. And I got, and I felt like he was really connected with me and says, this kid's part of our, it was like the sage passing it on to the young. Yeah. And he gave me this great hug and it was, I played. And like everyone surrounded the televisions. It was a yes. big fucking deal. Yeah, yeah. Thanks to Sammy. And, and then, then I saw and him then, a few years later. Yeah. But no, but then, and then you had the opportunity to introduce your parents to Sinatra and your yeah. dad was a huge Sinatra right. and your mom, you, Sinatra once tried to kiss your mom. Yeah. On their honeymoon. Yeah. And they were going to see Rickles, and uh, it, I guess at the Sands. And, do you ever? And, oh, keep going. I'm fucking so bad at interviewing people. Keep going. Go ahead. What do you mean you've been? Well, I already know the answer. To you've the been story. interviewing yourself for two hours. Yeah. It's good. Uh, <laughs> kidding. I've asked a lot of questions because I'm I'm interested in you too. Can we be friends after this? Yeah. No. I mean, I mean, you just said you don't follow through. We can be real friends. We can be real friends. Yeah. <laughs> I want to come see you on the on the one of your big shows. Okay. Done. <laughs> All right, what are we talking about? We'll cut that out, right? No, no, um, no. Keep it all in. Wait, uh, no, Frank Sinatra. So my dad, you know, so I, I had the chance. I was dating uh, Paul Abdul at the time, which was interesting. And, that, and uh, my dad, I wanted to, so we went to the, um, the Pacific Amphitheater in Orange County to see uh, Rickles and Sinatra. I didn't know Don at the time, really. But we were trying to go backstage and meet Frank, and, they, and we called and publicists and they said, well, Frank wants to meet you. You'll know him. Like, well, I, well, I fucking know a smoke signal or something. Rickles goes on, intermission, and this little guy, uh, Tonio, ah, come on, Mr. Sinatra, see you now, you know, little gangster. And we walk back, and, and Jilly Rizzo's there, his guy, his guy's like this, you know, big square glasses. And Frank comes out, and he's cool as shit, man. And we take some pictures, and he's, I have, like, every picture, he's bossing the camera around his hands. Yeah. And it was time for a group picture, and I'm like, come on, Dad. And he's like, no. And he's just leaning up against the wall. And I go, that motherfucker, how yeah. cool is he? Greg knew him. Like he, it was enough to just to see his kid there and his, you know, and it was, uh, and I could see Sinatra give him a look and he either went like, who the fuck do you think you are, Stamos? Or it was like, you are one cool motherfucker, Stamos, because you don't need to be in this picture. And it was sweet. My mom, on the other hand, you know, jumped him and almost got killed by a mafia guy. <laughs> do you remember when you tried to kiss yeah, me? Yes, exactly. <laughs> As he's walking to the fucking stage. I'm like, no, like Lucy. But it was a great, and then Rickles, and then Frank does his thing. And and it was brilliant. I mean, he yeah. was, you know, and my dad. We both had this great moment of, you know, wow, look at this genius. And um, uh, Rickles comes out and he introduces the people in the audience. Tony, Dan- Tony, Dan- uh, <laughs> so and so. I can't get away from him. And uh, Stamos, he said, oh, he's probably sitting in the grass uh, in the cheap seats. In fact, he's probably smoking grass. So Nacho grabs the mic from Rickles and says, "Smoke one for me, Johnny." I said, "Dad, I'm cool now, right, man?" God, that was a good one. I but know. I had a lot of really normal, relatable moments too. I just can't think of any right now. No, <laughs> you're, all your all your moments. Your dad drove an El Camino. That's yeah, pretty relatable. You know, yeah. dude. El Caminos. People sleep on how great they were. I remember the first time I saw an El Camino, and I was like, "Shut the fuck up." Yeah. 
So my uncle, he works in construction, but he's cool as fuck. My yeah. uncle got an El Camino. Florida? Yeah. He was down from Philly, and he bought an El Camino. Okay. There's wood in the back, and, but it was a fucking sports car. Yeah. God, that right. was a fucking bad car. I still have it. They make them. They're really big in Australia. Oh, really? Will you tell me the Australia story? You said you weren't sure. going to drink. Go ahead. But but wait, you were, it just, were you, have you been there? Australia? Yeah, there, you, you're big there, right? Uh, uh, I, I, I'm bigger than Tom, but yeah. Yeah. Tom, like, he tries so hard to, to have no audience, and yet they, he has, right? It's it's the interesting thing with him is, like, I clearly want you to come see my shows. Tom does he not give, give a fuck. fuck. Yeah. And uh, and it, his act shows it. The uh, But you're like a, like a, like a, like a beaten dog or something it's like you want to you know you I, just go back to the master yeah i I'm guess not that you're his, the dog and he's the master but no his kind of well, I, I, I sometimes i think our relationship's like that sometimes he does he ever does he ever just like you're like come on man i'm an adult i i, I know what i'm doing here oh there have been so many times where i i've the, my biggest flaw my biggest frustration with tom is where i go i think you're ruining both our careers right now <laughs> and he's like i don't care okay he just doesn't care like i He's a business partner, and we'll have mm. business deals that'll be about to go through, and then mm. Tom will decide to go in on something, mm. and he burns every bridge, so he's standing on the island alone, mm. and I will just go, "Hey, man, <laughs> like, what are we doing here?" Uh, he, but he doesn't care, and 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 the thing you have to do is you, I am forced, and it's not my natural thing. I don't like, uh, I don't like confrontation, mm. and I don't like alienating people. I am forced to learn from that that it's okay. To burn every fucking bridge and go, because I the one thing I know is that if I burn every bridge, mm -hmm. Tom will definitely be on my island, going like, "Isn't it fun?" <laughs> he but it's not. Wait. But 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 uh, boundaries, yes, right. He, oh, are, you will not. You will not uh, overstep a boundary with Tom Segura, right? Uh, but that's maybe something not, to learn. Like that motherfucker, he. You will. Mm. There's times I've said. Uh, there's people listening to this downstairs that yeah. go, I I like a. Uh, I will say, um, do you realize to my team, if this was Tom, everyone would be fired right now? And they were like, they're like, yeah, but you're not Tom. Mm -hmm. Like, I've had employees pull guns on me. Like, it's like, yeah. yeah. Uh, really? Oh, yeah. But, but, well, it was fun. It was a joke. Well, on you? Pull the gun on you? <laughs> Prison? Dead? No, no, he's just. He's downstairs. Uh, by the way, if he's watching this, he knows he's one of my best friends. I love him to death. Yeah. I wish we were still working together. I fucking love that guy. Was he in jail? No, he's just. My wife took over my company. How great like, is that, though, that you have a wife that's sharp enough and you can trust her, obviously? And, can I tell you, I, I wonder, did you ever have the fear of, because, like, I'm shocked that I'm still attracted to her. Like, yeah. that, like I, I thought I was so shallow as I was younger mm. that I would never be able to be attracted to someone that was age-appropriate. Right. That I'd always have to go and upgrade down to youth and be like, uh, 30s is what I have sex with. Okay. And now I'm dating a married to a 50... <laughs> 50s some a, a menopausal woman and i still find her attractive that's and i man. can't believe it do you find different things that are attractive oh yeah like i mean she steps up and runs your, your your business that's attractive well no that, uh -huh. that's the least attractive part of her is her business side really? yeah oh but i'm sure she saves you dough she, I mean, she's in she there with the business manager right now talking yeah. oh she loves she's the hardest work because she comes from like uh I don't know the no way money. I say this, but like, no, no money. Right. She grew up in trailer parks, like barefoot until third grade, mm. and so like, like Dolly Parton would send her community books, like <laughs> right, that's yeah. yeah. And so, she loves working. She works her ass off. She's yeah. going through this thing where it's uh, we're rediscovering our relationship sexually, and it's been fucking 
Wow. Insane. Have you ever been with a chick? Have you ever been with a chick where where, where all of a sudden you're like, whoa, this chick's fucking wild. And you're like, I couldn't, I don't know if I could stay with this forever. My wife just turned into that chick. Wow. And now I'm like, it's 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 breathed a brand new fresh air of like it's crazy because I was totally cool with it being meat and potatoes, right? Right. right. And all of a sudden we're eating Indian food. (laughs) And I'm like, fuck. I didn't know how much I loved Indian food. Yeah. I still love meat and potatoes. Right. We still do meat and potatoes sometimes. Yeah. How often do you guys have that? Last night. We had sex last night. We are having it almost every day. No kidding. Yeah. It's crazy. Today? You got it? No, but we will tonight. You scream my name right you know what I, mean? I will. Right as I have an orgasm. What got into in, <laughs> you? Is it? Blackie. <laughs> Whitey. What? That's beautiful. Yeah, I don't know. It got into her. Yeah. She changed. You got into her, maybe. No, no. I was still doing this. I got to be honest with you. I was a little uh, nervous when it started changing because I didn't trust it. You think she was having an affair? I, well, Wait a minute. Initially, I was like, I think she might have cheated on me in Vietnam. Really? Because I was like, why? Why? What happened? What happened? Why are you all of a sudden this person? I didn't understand it because she was, and the best way to describe it with food, she was salmon. Mm-hmm. She was, was good. It was, uh, it was pretty. No, no, it's just salmon. Fish. It could be dry at times. Yeah. It was undercooked at times, right, but it was right. salmon. Too cooked. Salmon, and it was good for you. It felt good. Right. It tasted good. You could you, you could dress it up, but clean, at the end of the day, it was clean, just salmon. Good, clean fish. And then one day, she just fucking changed and all of a sudden it started with like salmon sushi mm-hmm. we had sex in our car one night after i did a spot at, at, at our house and i went recently yeah and i was like what the fuck like i did i was like what's going on i didn't know what was going on and then as she started to become more vocal about what she wanted and where she wanted to go with it i just mm-hmm. didn't trust it because i was like right because i was like this is a trick or she did, <laughs> right, or she did something or yeah. she did something and she's trying to course correct. She went to Vietnam for during the war? When was that? She went to Vietnam. Is if she's a... listening, she can come up and explain it for yeah. herself. Please. Leanne, feel free. But she went to Vietnam and she just had this, I don't know what happened, but she had this like conversation where she decided she was going to start dating me. And wow. then all of a sudden, she was like cooler. Mm-hmm. Mm. She was like, like she would never get in the pool. This is a very perfect. She would never get in the pool. Uh-huh. Like I love getting in the pool. I get in the pool. If I have a pool, I'm gonna get my money's worth. Yeah, so you gotta get in the pool. I get in the pool. Can she every, swim? Why not? She can swim. She's yeah. and she loves the water. Doesn't want to get but wet. Nah, around. Nah, I don't want to get wet. Yeah. All of a sudden, she's in the. I start the first change was she was getting in the hot tub every night, and she'd get in naked. Nude? Yeah. yeah, and be like, "Come on, let's get in the hot tub, have a glass of wine." Which never she never was like, "Let's have a." She was always like. I'm good. I'm gonna have yeah. sparkling water. That's just as good for me as a cocktail. I'm not gonna get in the pool and get my hair wet. I don't want to get my hair wet. Yeah. It's too cold. It's cold. <laughs> and so, like, that's Leanne, that, and that's a real good example good of her, her accent. And then one night it was like, I'm getting hot tub, and I was like, okay. Mm. And then next thing you know, we're having sex in a car. And then next thing you know, it's like, and then and then all of a sudden, it's. I mean, it, it got to the point where. We had sex on Fully Loaded. I don't know if you guys know this. We had sex in a bathroom at Fully Loaded. Why? And Javier, on our tour, uh. and Javier told my daughters, so they walked by, and they're like, what are you doing, Javier? Here's our security guard. And he's uh. like, someone's having sex in the bathroom. And my daughters, to this day, are guessing it was Big J and Rachel Ardlin. And, they're, and, and they've they said to you. mom, you know someone had sex in the bathroom. And uh. mom. Somebody Leanne, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I telling you this? <laughs> it's like, great. I'm, like, You've I'm telling a lot you, of things. I'm, yeah, no, I... I think your listeners will enjoy this. Have you ever had surgery? On where? Your arm? Uh, my, my, here? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, 
I cut my, uh, when I was working at my dad's restaurant, I, I, it's not very exciting. I'm going to give you one of these too. I should have brought more. Um, uh, sex. So how are you going to handle it? Do you need help? No. Yeah. I'd love to bring you into the bedroom tonight, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, John Stamos. You don't need me, it sounds like. Just bring up the drums. <laughs> yeah. I'll play. No, it's, our relationship's better than it's ever That's been. That's beautiful, man. I'm yeah. happy for you. How long have you guys been together? A long time, right? Georgia's 19, so we're like 19 years. Wow. No, we've been together 22, but we've been married uh, uh, 20 years. Right. Yeah. But what's in Vietnam? She like, went to Vietnam. How a while ago? Like is there, a, there's no. With she went to Vietnam with friends. How long ago? Uh, like six months Five. ago. Oh, and so, and one of the ladies was they were like sharing a room, and the girl, the woman was like, was talking about a relationship and how she started dating her husband again, mm, and mm. and Leanne just was like. Yeah, I'm gonna date my husband. That's so cool. And it's crazy because I've I've always said I've loved her more than she loves me, and now all of a sudden I'm like, I'm, it feels equal. That's great. Yeah. I hope. Yeah, I'm gonna send my wife to Vietnam. Um, How long have you been married? Uh, five, five, six years. Or something. Yeah, yeah. We last night we so I'm leaving. You know, getting ready for this book tour is a lot of stuff. I'm going to New York soon. And um, are you doing Stern? Uh-huh. That's gonna be. I good. want to talk about you. Oh, please bring I'll me try up. Bring up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's yeah. Anyway, he he was. Has Tom been on there? No. It, all none of, So one of our friends got into a, a fight with Stern, Ari Shafir. He like called him out on Rogan. Mm. I guess Stern and Rogan don't like each other. So I think our whole little group probably mm. Stern doesn't find doesn't. It wouldn't be worth his time when he can get guys like you or or no, Steven Spielberg or fucking. I don't. Paul Simon. Yeah, I bet know? you he's not even aware of that. He's. Uh, I don't. But I think yeah. him and Rogan had a thing, right? Briefly or something. But I, I you know, Howard. Yeah, kind it was of over the vaccine stuff. Um, uh, last night, so we, so she says we're we're gonna have a date night on Monday night, and we do this once in a while, surprise date night. So we'll go to some rooftop somewhere or some exotic kind of cool restaurant, yeah. something romantic usually. Or a, one time I took her this art thing, and we got to paint on the walls. It was really sexy. So, so date nights, great, okay, great. And I'm tired, I got a lot to do, in it, but I said, okay, it's important that we spend date nights. And, and um, I said, what do I wear? She said, boots, wear boots, okay, oh, boots, okay. And this outfit, yeah, it's okay. Jacket or no? We wear it, eh, maybe. And um, so we're driving up at about, she said, we gotta be there by six. I'm like, okay. We're driving up to, in the hills somewhere and we're going, to, and, and I said, what, are you gonna tell me what it is? And it's a surprise. Um, she said, yeah, we're going to a, uh, uh, a Disney legend party and all the fans will be there and there's going to be a couple Disney legends there. Huh. I'm like, what? That's not for, 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 how is that date night? I got to take fucking selfies for them. But I would get there at 620. We leave at 1030. She's pissed off. I'm literally taking, you know, it's just nice people, but it's not yeah. a date night. Yeah. And I'm this guy, that guy, and they're all, you know, Disney, you know, they're kind of, and, um, and she gets, and it was like 10 o'clock. And she's like, come on, it's time to take a tour of the house. That was about yeah. this big. I said, I'm not, I've seen enough. Let me sit in the kitchen. And the, the whole way home, she's pissed at me for not, to, you know, you didn't want to be with me. Wait a minute. If anybody has any issues here, I have the issue with this bullshit date night. Anyway, so we, we were fine. We woke up and she said, I'm sorry. I, I only meant 80% of the things I said last night. Said, okay, good. Knott's Berry Farm's fucking awesome. Yeah, scary. Knott's best, Berry Farm. The best, their fried chicken is the best fried chicken I've ever had. Have you had. been there? That, that, I've been there. The, so I used to have a show where I went to theme parks for a living. I it's called that Bert the Conqueror, where I rode roller coasters. Oh, are all your shows have Bert in in the name of them? Yeah, pretty much. Well, that's good. Yeah, you were roller coaster. Yeah, I hate scary roller coasters. Oh, yeah. Knott's Berry Farm's got some great ones. Yeah, I grew up literally ten minutes from Knott's Berry. Farm. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you used to go there as a kid. Yeah, I went to see. Yeah, 
Have you? Do you like? Do you take your kids to Disneyland and stuff? Uh, I don't go to Disneyland. I used to when they you were. Want to get recognized? That's the place. Yeah, to go, that's, the fucking, go. that's okay. talk about going to Paramus. Oh yeah, that's you can't, Paramus. You yeah. can't go to Disneyland anymore. I were. Yeah, I, I do. Want, she wants me to go. We were just. We were just in Paris. Oh, because you're Disney you're, Paris. You're, you're, oh, for real? Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. And we were. My kid, he knows. He he's a bit of a uh, player already, or whatever. He's got girls on. And it, no, that wasn't me. I wasn't a. Like that, but, but Caitlin had a lot of boyfriends apparently, and <laughs> Garcia saw it at my birthday party. He's got like four or five Bella and Stella and Isabella, and, and he's looking at me like, "Dad, help!" I'm like, "Fuck you, kid! You got yeah. you know, get yourself into this." But um, what's that? He's yeah, he's, he's five. five. Oh yeah, he's five, and it's not good. But he's so, he, but he has this one girlfriend. So we were at Disney. The first day we had this tour guide, and she was a fifty year old nice woman. He didn't give a shit. Next day, this thirty year old beautiful French girl is our our tour guide, and I just I can overhear him now. This move, I'm married, so I can't use it. But his move is his move is like this. So, what's my favorite color? <laughs> he starts ask, quizzing them on the, his favorite shit. You know, what uh, what's my favorite food? Uh, pizza. And then I overhear him saying that I have this girlfriend named Bella, and she lives down the street, and she's really nice. I don't know. Okay. And then the the tour guide says, "Excuse me, I have to go to the restroom." And she gets up. As so, I swear to God, as soon as she gets right out of earshot, he goes. Why did I tell her I had a girlfriend? <laughs> like he had a shot at her, you know? <laughs> yeah. But we're very, um, we're very, I don't know how you were with your dog, but we're very much like respect women. No means no. Like we didn't have, I just followed my dad. He was great to my mom and my sisters. Yeah. But we had those conversations with him and I think it's important. I think God, I don't have a boy. I just really? have girls. I was like, right. I was like, just stay away from fucking boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Do they have boyfriends? No. Because no. of you? I don't know. Afraid? I think. Well, they they just got attractive, so. <laughs> now, what about th- that's not nice. Uh, uh, I want to talk to these poor girls because uh, what about the Isla who you said terrible yeah. shit about her? Oh yeah, yeah. I've said horrible. What stuff. kind of? Uh, She's uh, happy. She is. Yeah. What kind of um, setbacks happened there with her? Let me see them. I'm looking for. <laughs> I guarantee you, you guys are very close and they love you. We have a chat there called Baby Walrus. Oh what? Baby Walrus. What? Uh, Isla just. Uh, yeah, no. Isla is. She's great. She's at. Uh, Should we call her? Wants to learn the drums. I'll teach her. Oh I'll, yeah. I'll try to undo everything you did to her. We'll see if we get her on. The Build phone. her confidence back up. And- I don't care if she's dyslexic. You don't have to. She's really dyslexic. You can be to play drums. The other day, she was like, they're outlawing adoption in Mississippi. I said, that says abortion. She goes, oh, so they want orphans. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. My face is so big when you hold it this close. Yeah. This is this is really, um, I'm so grateful that you have me on here. Because, no, you're uh, you're amazing. You're amazing. I, I've been you've doing been, these serious podcasts the last, you know, and I, I just... You know, I love. Guys What's the like rest you. of your tour look like? You doing Giannis's in New York? Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, he, we just talked about it on the phone. Yeah, well, we'll do. Yes, yes. Yeah. I love that guy. Uh, there's a bunch you can do over in New York. It's a lot of uh, books. Well, you ever? You're do like book famous, signings? famous. Like you can do a reading and people show up. You can go do Good Morning America, the Today that, Show. Doing that. You can do Stern. Doing like it. you can do your options Fallon. are Fallon. Have you been on Fallon? No. Really? Yeah. You I guys did. are so popular. No, I did. I did Kimmel the other day. That's great. Yeah, He's Kimmel's great. I think. I think you basically. I think how it works is you do. You pick your. They one of the guys picks you to do their shows. Yeah. Um, I've 
I've known I've known Kimmel because of Kimmel Corolla from Maya Show for fucking ever. Yeah, Kimmel's the sweetest guy in the world. Sweetest. He was awesome. He was awesome. Doing his show did not feel like you're doing saw, a late when night was talk it? show. It was last week. What were you promoting me on the show? Yeah. I don't think I was promoting anything. He's the best. I've known him a long yeah. time too. Um, Fallon's that was the cho- I was always a Kimmel guy. Wait, did you ever get to do Carson? I did, but I did, but uh, he was. It was. He wasn't. It was. Uh, Leno was filling in for him. Oh, for real? And uh, I did it with uh, with Rickles. Really? Mm-hmm. I got to do a few. We were on a few shows together, and you know, of course, I just sit there. But um, uh, and it, Kimmel, we, we we went on Kimmel together a couple times. So wait, when I look in my mirror and I see my face, I I can see the parts I'm aging. What do you see? Do you in, see ever in see you? It? No, for, no. <laughs> I'm serious. I don't get it. Do you see any flaws? Is it ever? Is it ever like when we hit a big j- laugh like this? Is it time to wrap it up, or we just keep going? That that's it for this episode. No, guys. no, 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 no. I'm not done. <laughs> so I like to do more oh, well, when go. I'm not with Tom because Tom's like a little draining. I, I actually, he was like, "Is Segura gonna be there?" And I said, "I don't know. I don't know." And I looked at the thing, and, I, and he said, "You know, he has guests on when." when Tom, Tom, I, Tom wants to. He likes it better when we take good periods apart. Uh-huh. So he likes to try to plan out the bits he's going to do on the show. On the show, yeah. Tom's really scripted. I thought that. Uh, I said to him, I said, I don't. I think it's just me and, uh, and and I thought it might be easier this just with two. Of it's us. definitely. Oh, if you were with Tom, it, it would be like talking to a wall. Really? Oh, does he laugh? At no, he doesn't laugh. <laughs> he doesn't, laugh, he doesn't huh? and he's barely listening. He's on his phones looking at prices <laughs> of Porsches. <laughs> And then immediately be like, why aren't you wearing a watch? How come you don't get watches? Like, is his mom still around? He talked about the yeah, mother. Yeah, his mom. Yeah. Is she nice? Charo is a fucking. Yeah, she sounds right. She's awesome. She's great. She's, I think, the majority of his material these days. Yeah, right. He's, she is fucking awesome. His he, dad was a legend. His I last think his special, sisters are fucking amazing. His last special was his best, I think. That's so funny. That's not what the fans say. Well. <laughs> That's so funny. I thought he, uh, I thought he was, uh, that looks like. That is him. Yeah. yeah, this is. I, uh, this, I really did think that special was fantastic. Yeah, I in case she's listening. The I love the location he shot it in. I love that place. Where was it? The I Celebrity remember. Center in uh, Scient- uh, was it Scientology, on Hollywood, the celebrity. celebrity, celebrity theater, <laughs> celebrity theater, celebrity theater in in Phoenix, Arizona, in the round. That's one of the best locations. What's your, what's your favorite place to play? Non stadium. No, uh, like just a theater or like a comedy club. Any either, yeah. Uh, comedy clubs. Do you go? Do you just pop in to the comedy store and these kind of places? Yeah, uh, not as much. With, like some trying to You're too big. No, 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 no. Because yeah, prior to the show, yeah, yeah everyone does. Um, Who's your I, favorite comic stand-up Who, uh, of all time? First, oh, all time, it's got to be. I've like I'm a huge Kinnison fan, but David Tell is my favorite comic. I, I love him. I think he's a genius. He's my favorite. Rickles, I was a. I loved Rickles. I love. Did you Rickles. see him live ever? No, I never met him. I met I only one I ever met out of that generation, or not the generation. I mm-hmm. met George Carlin once. Oh yeah, yeah. was he nice? Yeah. He was very sweet, smart guy. Um, we would go up to Vegas and see him. You know, Rickles all the time. God, he's so. He was and we, so <laughs> I'd be at dinner with him, and it, and it would be, um, you know, her, he would say, on, on stage, <laughs> and his wife, and his wife would say, Don, you can't say that word. But he would always do it with like, uh, F, uh, 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 Mau Mau fighter pilot, or what am I? werewolf you know you'd say yeah and his wife said you can't say that anymore and he said i didn't say it tonight john did i say it i said yeah shut up you did say it five times don it was like that it was yeah three of us and he'd say well, well it's funny it sounds funny he said, well, it's not good don you can't say it anymore shut up john. um and then i'd stick him with a bill and go home um 
<laughs> I don't think he, I, to be honest, I mean, to be serious here for a second, like he, he, he was the least racist, bigoted man on the planet. Yeah. He brought it to your attention like, like Archie Bunker would, right? And if people were laughing at it or, or, or were offended by it, that, there's the racist, you're the racist. You're like, he was, you know, so full of love for everybody. And he, he was a legend. He, I saw him on Letterman one time <laughs> so talk bad. about Puerto Ricans stabbing each other, and it was the Maria. Funny, Maria, would, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know Maria. He would, he, he would. He, I most of the time I knew where he was going, and and I was at most dinners. He, you know, and he always had me sit next to him. He's, he smelled so nice too. I miss it. You really, know, he was like just an old sweet, like a baby. You know. Do you use cologne? No. Do I, I smell use, it? I don't use cologne. We don't need it. I've never used cologne. Yeah. Um, I've used it. I went when I only wore it once, and that was going to Sebastian Maniscalco's show. <laughs> or to scare away. I the... put it on because I was like, everyone's going to have it on. Yeah, that, that guy. And then he's, I saw him, and I was like, I was like, I have cologne on. He was like, for what? And I said, it was your show. Yeah. And he was like, I didn't think he took it as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> he's funny. I would wear my dad's cologne, Ar- Aramis, he would have. And I'd put it on to pick up chicks, and it didn't work. I, yeah. and I remember the last cologne jacket. I wore was Obsession. Oh, yeah? Dracar and Obsession. Oh, yeah. Those were the fucking ones. Wait, we were talking about Rickle. Wait, uh, David Tell was my favorite comic. Uh, what were you saying about his? Oh, I would sit next to him, and he, I would know, I knew his story, where he was, and I knew what everybody wanted to hear. Tell, talk about when Frank, you know, uh, went up to your table and said, not now, Don, I mean, you know, the That's famous. The best. And, I'd, and I'd sort of organically lead him into it. Sometimes, it, most of the time it was great, because I knew what they wanted. And other times, shut up, I know what I'm going. I'm not, anyway, assholes trying to tell me a story. Um, but... Sometimes he would do something, and I'd be like, "Where the?" F-? I would always know where he was going for the most part. Yeah, and he had these Rolodex, you know, Jew and everything. But he would throw a curveball in there sometimes. I'd be like, "Where the fuck did that come from?" He knew. He read all the magazines, like People magazine. So you walk into any restaurant, and he would see, you know, Susan Anton, and he would have five jokes about her. Or something, really? You know? Yeah. He was very, very sharp all the way till the end. He was very sharp. Am uh, I boring you? No, no, no. I just Bert's I hate. I know, I know, no, no, I know. I. I, I <laughs> Uh, I yeah he was uh, God he was a fucking legend. There won't yeah. be anything like that. The yeah. way that they'd he'd panel was so him Rodney all those guys were so always in the pocket. Same with uh, Buddy Hackett. <laughs> like those guys were that was just Jeff Ross guys. Yeah right, right. yeah Jeff Ross loved. Who well, who do you like now? Who's the, the up and comers? Um, I don't know. It's hard to say because people are moving up so quickly. Like I, I two of the guys that last year. Open for me at Red Rocks are two mm. now two of the biggest comics in the country, Mark Norman and Shane Gillis. And so, like, how was Red Rocks? Is that great? Playing fucking there? amazing. Do you do you just get a book like like if you would have told me like like fucking Red Rocks and the people go nuts when you walk out and then you take your shirt off and things? It's crazy. Like if you, I, I mean, I like guess it's why I loved your book. Is if you would have told me, I, I've said that so many times. If you would have right. told me, I, I said first time I did Red Rocks, I had the crew that was working for me for Travel Channel was shooting me, yeah. and I said if you would have told me. I was working Red Rocks, and you guys would be my crew. Mm. And my sound guy, John Sale, said, I would have bet a million dollars this would never happen. Yeah. And I said, really? He goes, in a million fucking years. Yeah. I went to Florida State. I was flying to Florida State in a private jet to go to a game oh. where they were like, like I, I was like, if you told me when I was graduating college, first of all, that I'd be on a private jet. Did you graduate college? Uh, kind of. Yeah, right. Yeah. Did I, you think, did you want someone better looking than Ryan Reynolds to play you in the band yeah, world or thing? No. I, I Sorry, I know he was. I still think he saw it. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Um, if you would have told me, right? But you know what? It, it forces you to do is is to be grateful. Oh, I think you know. And then before I wrote this book, I never. I would say I don't. I had a lot of regrets. I shouldn't have. 
and I wrote it, and I go, I don't have any regrets because I was thinking of that because of that. this. Like it would have been great to go through life without, you know, the heartbreak that I felt and losing my parents that are still with me to this day, losing Bob, and you know, divorce. But I wouldn't have like if I didn't straighten up the DUI and if I didn't uh, uh, go through some of the heartache. I wouldn't know how to be the right person for, for Caitlin and the right father for Billy. That is a perfect way to end this podcast. I was thinking of that today after my polar plunge. I said, would I do things differently? Absolutely fucking not. And I would still, all the bad shit, I would go. And I was wondering that with you. I was like, wonder if you would have done, like, you know, your dad, who's it? Wasn't your dad who said, no, it was uh, Dean Martin. When you went to lunch and and the lady was trying to convince you to stay at General Hospital mm -hmm. and he's like leave now, yeah. I was like God, you played that perfectly. So many people didn't. The guy who's Patch, that guy, Patch. remember him? That yeah. that guy, uh, yeah. He he never left. You know, it's a golden handcuffs situation, right? And the tie, and the yeah, yeah. Uh, but, it is an it is. I saw you on Giannis's stories uh, on his Instagram a long time ago, and I thought. Did? How fucking cool he knows John Stamos. Like I really? literally was like, I think I texted him. I couldn't believe joking. when I saw that you wanted me on the show. They said, they said, oh, I don't know where did did they pitch me for your show? Did you? No, see I, I, was, uh... I ever since I saw you on Giannis's, I, I Christine was the first one. I saw you on Giannis's. I texted Giannis. I go, how do you know John Stamos? Really? He's like, he's like, he's a great guy. I'll introduce you. And I was like, oh. I, I was like, no, 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 no. I don't want to fuck it up. <laughs> like he's too. Like you're 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 Hollywood royalty. You have a part in all of our childhoods. You've been you've been around when we went and left and went to college. You, every part of our lives you've been in. You can't get rid of me. And and you look the fucking same. I'm honored to be on your show. I, I think you're such a talented guy. And now meeting you in person, you're such a kind man. I can see oh, it in your eyes. Well, and thank you. You're a good man, and uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm lucky to to know you. I can't wait to start our friendship. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you Tom's number. Uh, do you have Tom's number? How's <laughs> <laughs> that? Tom, Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave.